Yo, welcome everybody. THPS Podcast is back after a nice long uh, hiatus there uh, from the end of 2020 here into 2021. We are back for podcast episode number 43. Hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping, boy. Thanks for uh, thanks for not forgetting about us and uh, for giving us the support. We really appreciate it. Uh, at this time, even though he's not uh, in the screen right now, <laughs> I'd like to welcome at this time my co-host, Freddie. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Glad to be back for another season, if you will, of the podcast. Um, episode 43, this podcast is getting kind of middle-aged, wouldn't you say? <laughs> It's still younger than me. <laughs> so, hey, we're happy to be back and uh, back in the saddle here. Uh, we've got an awesome guest to get, uh, today. We're going to introduce him here in just a second, as per usual. So during our uh, hiatus there, we had a couple of things happen in uh, in, in uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Land that are worth mentioning. So we figured we'd take just a second to talk about those uh, couple of things. First being, of course, that uh, the uh, developer of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two Vicarious Visions it was a no. It was announced, and uh, it was uh, noted that they have uh, been acquired by Blizzard. So, <laughs> those that's uh, some pretty big news. Um, I have mixed emotions about it. It seems like Vicarious Visions did a great job with Pro Skater One Plus Two, and they. Um, they really seem to get the feel of the game correct, which is awesome. That's kind of been the thing that was missing there for a few years. And uh, it's it's kind of uh, scary to see what might happen with the series going forward. We just don't really have any idea. We know that Vicarious Vision was going to be focusing on Blizzard titles, and that's going to be BlizzCon's actually going on this weekend. But uh, titles like uh, World of Warcraft and Hearthstone and, and uh, Diablo. So we're not sure what's going to happen with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, the franchise and the series are still getting nominated for awards, so it's pretty pretty crazy that to, to see them uh, make this move. So, what are your thoughts, Freddie? Uh, what are how, how have you been feeling? I don't think you and I have talked about it too much. That was a very unexpected move right out of left field. You never expected off of the success they saw with the one plus two for them to be acquired or merged into Blizzard like that. Um, like you said, BlizzCon is going on right now, and I believe uh announcement trailer for Diablo 2 Resurrection dropped this weekend. Yes, yes it did. Yeah, it looks good. It looks really it looks really fun. I mean, Blizzard does a great job. They've been doing a great job on games for years. So who knows? I mean, maybe they might venture into Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Land, a question mark. We don't know. We have no idea. So all speculation up to this point. I'm sure announcements will be coming in the in the future, but uh, we, it would be amiss if we didn't mention that. Uh, I'm sure everybody that's uh, joining us is probably aware of those announcements, but at any rate. All right, so uh, one other thing, and then we're going to jump in and introduce our guest uh, for tonight, and that is the I-5 tournament. The Improverty uh, uh, tournament is uh, being uh, hosted by TLT after – I mean, they've been doing this tournament for, for literally 15, 16, 17 years. Uh, this is the fifth iteration. Sign-ups are happening right now at Thug.Live. $1,000 in cash prizes for the top three. Cool stuff. Freddie, you gonna uh, you going to jump into some I-5 uh, entry there? Uh, I mean, why not? It's 1000 bucks. It's 2021. Who would have thought that not only is I-5 happening, that – such a huge prize would be offered for 
uh, such a niche community, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, the speculation has been kind of running rampant on who's put up the cash money. Well, we, we have no idea. Uh, it's not been announced, whoever it is, anonymous donor. Maybe some of the folks from TLT themselves are doing it. But, man, that's a, that's a big cash prize. So pretty cool, pretty exciting stuff. So Maybe uh, we'll see another Dode Man run in London. <laughs> I don't know. If I did anything, it would end up being more of a joke uh, than anything else. <laughs> so I did not fare well in I2 all those years ago i did not make it past the initial round but it was fun to put in an entry regardless so all right so without further ado let's introduce our guest today is skate ace uh, skate ace is a veteran player of the series he started playing uh, thps online during the pro skater 3 era uh, he became competitive and the king of the hill and captured the flag uh, seen during Pro Skater 4. He's one of the founders of the Super Noobs Clan, still one of the top King of the Hill players in the community today. He was asked by Karad and, and Freddy, a co-host here, to create one of the first custom versions of the THPSX.com website. He's been involved with that site and efforts since. THPSX is one of the few community websites that was around through some of the series' dark years and has provided forums, information, and more. Plus, it currently has the largest known vault of custom content for Thug Pro anywhere. Please, everybody, join us and give a warm welcome to the THPS podcast, Skate Ace. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Happy to be here. Good. Is anybody going to come in frame with me? I feel so alone here uh, in game. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? Did my game freeze? Oh, my controller turned off. There we go. All right. I'm over by the fountain. I thought that made a nice little thing there. So. <laughs> All right. Hey, there he is. There's the there's the green wizard or the the purple wizard, the green wizard. The purple wizard. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh so this this uh this episode's going to be fun cuz we got a lot of great questions for we're going to just call him Ace cuz Skate Ace is just it's just a, a, too much. We're we're gonna say too, too uh, long of a name. Exactly. We're just gonna go by Ace here. So, uh, <laughs> so Ace here. We he's he's not only an awesome guest, but we, I think Freddie and I would both say we would consider him a friend. We've been working on the thpsx.com uh, stuff uh, together, and moderators of the Discord over there at thpsx. So, so this one's fun. This one's uh, not only just a guest, but a friend. And uh, so we're we're really excited to have you here today, Ace. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Cool. We finally did it. We finally did it. Yeah, we finally uh, twisted your arm and got you to jump on the podcast with us, and we appreciate it. So, all right, cool. Let's jump right in. We're going to we're gonna get started with a, with a, kind of our general questions and quick hits, uh, stuff that uh, we ask every guest and, uh, and uh, just uh, want to get to know you a little bit more. So what is your favorite Tony Hawk game of all time and why? Well, I'm going to have to go with Pro Skater 4 as my all-time favorite. Uh, it may not be the game itself that makes it my favorite. It's mostly the online community of the time on PS2 that, yeah. uh, that makes it my favorite. The can... first game I really got like super into. Yeah. Yep. You're going to get no arguments from me there. Exactly, exactly the same. Tony Hawk 4 always, people say it's such a hard game to play, but to... Uh to be able to get into that and, and get into the online community is, is, uh, is absolutely, I, I, I echo that sentiment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Thought, thought yeah. one's a close close second place for me, but you know, if I have to give a give a number one, that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be four. Yeah, for sure. Well, Ace, tell us about who are your top three favorite players. Now that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't really um rank my friends like that. You know, <laughs> top three kind of thing. You can just give a couple shout outs if you want. If you don't want to say, um, Oh, this is my favorite or whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, since we were talking about Tommy Pro Skater 4, I'll go back to friends of that era. Um, Snake, I learned a lot from him about King of the Hill when I first started. Really getting into it. Um, Helix, who's back. Played so much King of the Hill with him. Learned yeah, a lot there. Easy to see Helix back around. <clears throat> um, let's see... Number three. Probably probably Illar Agony. Okay. Yeah. A name that we've heard amongst the uh, King of the Hill elite uh, a time or two by now, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was around uh, the community to, you know, jump back in. Yeah. Yeah, when's, when's Illar getting on Thug Pro? You know, I did get him on. At one point, at the very beginning of Thug Pro. Wow. But uh, <laughs> he, he played for like a week and then went back to real life stuff, I guess. Yeah. It's a common tale these days. I've been able to do the same, drag a few uh, old timers back in, and uh, they play for a few They play for a few games, and then they kind of just fade back out. But uh, it's always good yeah. to see them even when they do po pop their head back up. So. <laughs> Uh, what is your all-time favorite online game mode in the series? Uh, well, I'm going to have to go with Trick Attack on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, obviously, it's it's going to be King of the Hill. Yeah. Um, second place would be uh, Capture the Flag. With a, you know, capture limit, not time limit, of course. Very yeah. nice. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so mean, what, what um what would be your least favorite online game mode? Well, what's that one that like takes forever? Uh, can't remember Score the name challenge. Of or no, the, the limiskate. Yeah, yeah, limiskate. That one's got to be my least favorite. Yeah, just because it takes so long and it's trick attack basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying after a while. So you're saying what you're saying is you're not a fan of, of points based games for the most part. <laughs> is that what it's coming off as? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, not that much of a fan. Yeah, fair enough. What is your favorite all time level from all games, console and consoles combined? I'm gonna have to go with shipyard. Oh, I would go to Shipyard, but if I do, we'll crash. Yeah. Well, we don't have to go there. But <laughs> but that's usually my cue to change levels to your Oh, favorite, really? Oh. So. <laughs> well, let's pretend I didn't say that. Let's, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. What else? I mean, they're mostly Tony Mac 4 levels that are up on the top of my list. Sure. And um, what, what... Um, what, do you, what is so good about Shipyard that you would say that that's your favorite level oh well 
dating back to that one time that I lost the uh, Sin Cawthorny in Shipyard. Kind of, kind of cemented it as my favorite because it forced me to get better at it. Because I was annoyed that I lost. Interesting. Instead of uh, you hating the level, it just forced you and, and forced your hands to get to play it more and get better at it. Yeah, That's I had cool. to. Yeah, there's like so it. much. The, you know, the water that surrounds it makes it real difficult because you're constantly falling in the water. Indeed. And uh, you know, if you want to get better, you have to be more consistent with not falling in. Yeah, for sure. And learning, really learning the level. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ace, what would you say is your favorite Thug Pro custom level? I'm trying to think what what I've played the most. Um, I definitely played Satin's levels a lot. I can't really narrow down to a specific level, but generally, any of his really. Uh, Stands out for me. And then, of course, Lark's. Right. He's got amazing levels. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can I can echo those for sure. Both very skilled custom uh, content creators, for sure. Yeah. You are, too, and we're going to get into that here in a bit. <clears throat> well, that's nice, but not really. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite creative park? I'm not big of a, not that big of a fan of creative parks, actually, which is uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're not too happy about <laughs> since you're oh no super no no, no. it's a common it's a it's a common uh, sentiment amongst most folks most people don't care yeah. for creative parks and I understand why I get it so I mean if I have to pick one it would be an SN cap on Thug One we we had this guy um. His name was Volrath, and he was our designated cap builder. Hmm. And he made some pretty fun parks. Nice. He was really into the gaps, and they were semi-fun for King of the Hill. But I still <laughs> couldn't get into them that much. <laughs> I will I will definitely admit that King of the Hill is extremely difficult on creative parks because they're so tight. And so, you, yeah, it's just not – there's no flow to it. It's just – you can't – there's yeah. no way to avoid much, so. <clears throat> so what is what is your favorite Tony Hawk video or a series of videos? Oh man. That's tough. You know, I don't really have an answer cuz I I don't spend much time watching videos anymore. And then like thinking back in the day, um what did I watch? Oh, you know, I have an answer now. There's a video <laughs> that some of the uh, 10 guys made. Uh, oh, man, I got to remember the name. I don't want to get it wrong. It's Fatty Snack with a Side of Dan. Yeah. I believe. Fatty <laughs> Snack with a Side of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Fatty, Snake, and Dan put together a real fun video. That's nice. what the transfers in it, and I think some cost stuff too. Nice. <laughs> I wonder if I ever played any of his uh, creative parks because we reviewed so many back then. So it's uh, it's always, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. <clears throat> so very good. 
what is your favorite technique or mechanic in the series? Hmm. Now we're talking glitch space or, or is it open? Whatever to you anything? want. I mean, some people choose to go glitch space and they say that, you know, whatever drifting is their favorite. Some people just say they like, uh, they like to do a kick trick or a, or a, a quick turn or, you know, a spin out or, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Okay. So being that I play King of the Hill and Capture the Flag quite exclusively, uh, the quick turn Wally has really been like a staple for me. <laughs> um, it, it's very functional. It looks cool. Um, yeah, I think I use it more than anything, really. Beautiful. And and it's legal. It's legal in in King of the Hill. So <laughs> <laughs> anything's I'm legal like... in King of the Hill, but is it uh, is it acceptable uh, amongst the King of the Hill elite? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got to be approved by the board. Exactly. <laughs> Who would you say uh, innovated that quick turn, Wally? Uh, well, from what I know, it was Devolution, I believe, right? It could, could have been Impulse, too, I guess. Come on, Freddy. I it, <laughs> you know I, 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 honestly, um, Dev told me that Draco showed him the quick turn, Wally. Oh, Draco. Oh, in, in San Fran, that one? Yeah. Interesting. No, I didn't know that. Shout out to Draco. There you go. <laughs> so we're going to move on to some more in-depth and specific questions. The first of which is, when did you start playing Tony Hawk? What title? Well, I started playing... Okay, technically I played 1 and 2, but I never owned 1 and 2. Um, I would go over to a friend's house who had you had them. No Pizza Hut um, demo? No, I'm not that wow, kind of guy. Wow, wow. <laughs> Dota's like super disappointed in me right now, I bet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I didn't have a PlayStation 1. Um, so I never really played the old games except over a friend's house. And at the time, I wasn't super into them. Uh, but I use them to learn tricks for in real life skating. Oh, interesting. So if I remember correctly, there was like a slow motion mode or something like that, where you could see the tricks move in slow motion. Then I go out on the road and try to emulate how they actually did it. Wow. Because, I mean, this was back in, you know, VHS tapes. Sure. Were the only source of uh, skateboarding material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... <laughs> But I got into three. I borrowed that from a friend at first. Um, then I said, I noticed on the box that it had online or something along those lines. And I just happened to have a USB to Ethernet adapter, <laughs> which plugs straight into the PS2 and uh, sent me online. Wow. So you already had you already had a USB Ethernet adapter just laying around. That's amazing. Yeah, my uh, my parents, um, they were they were pretty up on the tech stuff. Um, so they had probably one of the first people in our town to have broadband. 
Nice. My my dad's a, a machinist, mm-hmm. so they always had computer stuff all over the place. So I kind of um, got into tech pretty early. Wow. But yeah, that's why we had a USB Ethernet adapter, which I, from that point on, basically owned. <laughs> right. No one else could use it. <laughs> so all I wanted to do was play Dunny Hawk. <laughs> So that segues perfectly into the next question. So then the first title that you played online was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3? Right. So you were an early um, adopter because we always have this kind of talk where we have people that play Tony Hawk 3 online and there was kind of this real, like, smaller group, real tight-knit community. And then it really blew up in Tony Hawk 4 when the official Sony network adapter came out. And that was when the group of people that have uh, affectionately become known as the Christmas noobs, myself <laughs> included, showed up on the scene to play online. Yeah, that's funny. When did the uh, adapter came out, the official one? I I used the USB drive, the USB one all the way into Thug One. It came the out. one that came with um, the official. That, oh, the official one came without with SOCOM One, which was August two thousand two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I spent a long time using that. Yeah, because. Huh, that's such, well. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, why would yeah. you have needed to get? I, that's a good question to ask people. For those that did use the USB adapter, how many of them didn't even buy the Sony adapter because there was no need? Well, the funny thing is, I the only reason I bought one was because I thought it would help King of the Hill lag. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it didn't, of course, <laughs> but it, it was worth a try. So you must have played on broadband and not dial-up then, I'm guessing. Yeah, I never played on dial-up. I haven't tested it myself, but uh, apparently the USB adapters don't work on the slim PS2s, only the fat ones. Oh, interesting. Huh. So they That's locked it down, so you were forced to use... Well, I mean, on the slim PS2, it, it, the network adapter you had built, built in, in, right? right? I think so. Yeah, yeah on the slim. Only on the fat was a, a bolt-on. Yeah. yeah. I, I had two fats and then one slim. Okay. Huh. So how many Tony Hawk titles in total have you played online? Are we counting new ones? Sure. Um, so it was 3, 4, Thug 1, Thug 2. Uh, technically Thaw, but not really. Yeah. That was a much later. Um, HD five and one plus two, so eight, eight titles. Oh no, I played Proving Ground too, so nine. Nice. Yeah. Uh, give us your uh, sentiments on the Robo titles. Did you play Ride Shred? I guess is the first part of that question and impressions. And uh, if not, or if so, then also HD five and impressions. Uh, I didn't play Ride or Shred. Okay. Um, I played HD and five. Um, yeah, they they kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the general sentiment. Yep, that's <laughs> you're going from. Like, how can you go from Thug Pro, which has the best of everything, to basically the worst of everything? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it was awful. Yeah. It was. I I gave it a chance too. Both of them. 
Like I really tried to get into him, but yep, same. We're we're, we're spoiled. Totally. <laughs> totally. All right. So give us your overall thoughts and impressions on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two, and do you feel the game was worth it at what it cost at launch? Uh, yeah, it was hundred percent worth worth the cost. Um, offline, pretty great. Small bugs here and there, but not much to complain about really. Yeah, it looks awesome. Plays really nice. Um, I've spent so much time on it, probably more than I expected to, mostly because of the speedruns. Right. Um, online is awful say it's on par with with five right yeah fair um is that, <laughs> was that was that the full question yeah oh, you of, got it okay. that's exactly right yep yeah uh I, I mean i spent a lot of time on five like i i got the billion points in the uh, mountain level wow um but like we've already talked about that i don't like points-based games, so uh, why did I spend all that time to get a billion points? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but it really, there wasn't much else to do in the game, it felt like. Right. It was so broken. Um, the goals and stuff, doing the career, <laughs> it was a crapshoot, whether you actually completed it or not, and it wasn't based on your skill, it was based on whether something's going to glitch out or not yeah. and uh, ruin your run. Right. Hmm. <laughs> just... Total mess. Yep. Not a fan. Yep, fair enough. Uh, so how did you find out about Thug Pro? Uh, I believe Crad told me about it. Because we were still uh, keeping in touch um, on AIM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Freddie, I think we were on there too. Yeah. So I I can't remember the exact conversation, but he told me about it, and I was just like, ah, there, there's there's always been mods out there for stuff. I wasn't too crazy about it mm -hmm. until I tried it. Right, <laughs> I'm right. like, oh, I mean, we, we get to do wall plants in Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four levels now. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> um, I just I kept, so... kept thinking of the uh, the implications of King of the Hill. Because we can do anything right. in later games, basically, in the older levels. So it, it opens it up. And I was really excited about that. Were the Tony Hawk 3 levels in it yet when you started playing it? I don't think so, no. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think I think the four levels were added pretty early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. piecing together the history of it, I think that's correct. I think I played it once before the three levels were in, and then... When the three levels were released, then I got back on for for a bit, and yeah. I didn't fully get committed to it until actually quite a bit later. But anyway, it's it's not about me. <laughs> Freddie, you want to chime that next one? Uh, did time out? Freddie, you there? Hmm, Freddie must have 
something happened with Freddie. I'll ask you the next question. Hopefully he jumps back on here. Uh, right. So then uh, I think I, this is a pretty obvious question, but do you think that uh, Thug Pro has helped extend the life of the series, especially among the hardcore community, and has it for you? Uh, absolutely. There's nothing else that could have kept everybody around this long. Yeah. Um, I agree. I don't think I people think would have would still be, you know, I think the community would have died probably a long time ago had it not been for this mod. I mean, it, the speedrunners would still be around, so that their community would still exist. Um, but I don't know if as many people would be in that community. Because with Thug Pro, I mean, you can go online and talk to people and keep the community alive, you know. It's one of the main problems with the new game. There's no way to communicate with people. Yeah. And, like, form a community, so... Yeah, that's definitely been the biggest uh, complaint. I think uh, any, I don't think there's a single person in the hardcore community that wouldn't echo that same sentiment to where yeah. we feel like because of the lack of, of the community aspect of online play for one plus two, it's super uh, limited. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So Ace, um, you're back. Huh? You're, on, you're back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I went ahead and asked that next question, Freddie. So we're gonna jump right. down to the next one. So, uh, yep, you can see me there on the sheet. So. All right. Um, so, uh, um, go ahead. you want to get it? All right. Uh, so Ace, you're a long-standing member and co-founder of the SN Super Noobs Clan. Have you been involved with any other clans during your Tony Hawk career? Yeah, early on, Tony Pro Skater 4, I was in three other clans. Um, some people remember the first one. It was a graffiti clan. Uh, RT. Uh, Red Tears. Um, I don't think they lasted very long, but I believe they had some pretty good players in there. Uh, I eventually uh, <laughs> got kicked out because I wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. I can't say that I remember anybody specific that I, you know, made friends with in there. Sure. But um, so then after that, there was another clan. Uh, I think it was called PMP or MPM. Something to do with uh, <laughs> short people Weird. Uh, and pimps. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> People had some weird clan names. Oh then. man, you ain't kidding. Yeah, I don't uh, think you can ever list all the clan names that we're in for for just some that lasted even a day. You know? <laughs> yeah, I have. I don't even know what kind, of, like type of clan it was. I just knew that I, I wore the tag for a little bit. Um. Then after that, there was there. I can never remember the name of this clan or uh, the symbol it was. But there were there weren't character like there weren't letters in the name. It was just symbols. Oh, interesting. So it had like parentheses in there, and I don't know if it like made a face or something. Funny. Uh, but I don't know. Snake let me in that one. Okay. Um, but that was right before we made SN. Um, so I think I was in that in that clan for like maybe a week. <laughs> before we switched over to uh, our own clan. Nice. 
so that ties into our next question is who did you co-found SN with and what made you two decide to start the group in the first place? So that'd be Snake. Um, it's kind of a funny story how we started. <laughs> I know, I know I've know, i said it a lot over the years. And, uh, uh, you know, constant theme, I don't remember who we were playing with that day. I don't remember the name. I always have to ask ask uh, Snake what it what it was, but um, so what made us decide to start the group? Okay, so we were on four. We were in Kona. We were playing King of the Hill against this dude. Um, he wasn't very happy because we were winning. Um, and because he wasn't happy, we kind of went harder on him. Like, it was weird. Like, we didn't have voice chat back then. Right. So we couldn't communicate in the game. But we knew each other so well, we just kind of, like, intuitively knew what we were doing and, like, worked together to make him lose even harder. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of being a jerk. Right. Uh, so... Yeah, we, we pretty much destroyed him. Uh, and then he talked some crap and called us noobs and banned us. <laughs> nice! That's always so, the best. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Rage in the main man. lobby right after that. <laughs> we're laughing like, oh my god, that was hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, we're, 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 just, we're not just noobs, we're, we're super noobs. Nice. And then, yeah, that, that's how the name the name started. Oh, that's great. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how that turned into, let's make that into a clan, that's tough. I don't really remember. Yeah, it's fair um, enough. Yeah. That's the, that's the direction it went, and that's the, uh, that's the source of the name. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so funny, because <laughs> people... I don't know if I'm skipping ahead too far. Oh, you're fine. Um, you know, we ended up getting pretty popular, and everybody wanted to to join, and we had to do tryouts and stuff. But there were a few people who did the tryout, got in, but they didn't know what the, what SN stood for, so they were just they didn't <laughs> ask till after they were already got in. And then whenever I told them it was super noobs, a couple of them left immediately. <laughs> Just they didn't want to be name. a part of a clan. Yeah, because of the name. Because it has noobs in the name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so there were people out there uh, who were good enough to be in the clan who decided that because of the name, they weren't going to be in it anymore. Uh, they were just so funny. They were just like, oh yeah, I finally made it into the Sin clan. <laughs> yeah. Where's the eye, though? <laughs> oh, I suppose you could. See, I could see that. I can see where somebody might have gotten confused with SN and Sin. That makes sense. Uh, I don't think that ever happened, but uh -oh. I guess. <laughs> uh, so, uh, give me, give us a few of the uh, names of some of the members uh, that were in SN along the way. Oh man, I should have pulled up my old list. <laughs> I mean, so you I'm don't have to give them all if there's a whole bunch, <laughs> but some notables for sure. I think t in total. We had something in the mid mid thirties. Wow! Like over over the years. That's great. 
Um, so the first person I invited was Iller Agony. Uh, I remember going to here, San Fran. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a different room. And I go up these steps or this, uh, like, the circle things over here. And I was like, dude, we just made a new clan. I want you in. And he was like, I'm in. <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> we're, we're rolling now. We got three members. Nice. <laughs> um, another early member was uh, Killer. Um, he was named uh, Cubano. Uh, Crazy Cubano or something at the time. Okay. Um, man. I gotta mention Volrath. Gotta mention Master M. <laughs> he Master was M? Then. Huh? Was he in the, the the Thug One unit or did he play for Master M? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Thug One. He at least didn't get into Thug One. Um, well, I mean, we had some pretty popular people in too. Uh, we had Casey. Uh, that was I think Unique was in there. Thug. Um, a lot of the the main guys nowadays made it into SN back then. So it's it's kind of cool to see how they uh, they progress through the years. You know, joined better clans. <laughs> Not too long ago, I saw. SN Sicko hosting on Thug Pro with the old SN password. Nice. You know the you know the old password. <laughs> well, I can't say it on stream. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta um, hold those close to your vest. <clears throat> yeah, it hasn't leaked yet. All the years. Yeah, um, I don't think the I don't I, think the TXO passwords leaked either. But there's basically there's a whole bunch of people, and I've definitely forgot. A lot of them, and if they're listening, I'm sorry, guys, but, you know. So way back when, did you guys ever put together a website for SN, and did you help at all with that? I did put together a website. It was a .tk website. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, and that's where my member list is. Uh I think I don't know where I think I hosted that on my my parents' Comcast account. They had online storage at the time where you could host. That was a weird bounce, by the way. That was. Um. Anyways, yeah, you, you're you're allowed to host web pages on Comcast online storage back in the day. So I was able to link the TK domain to my uh, home computer or the online storage. So nice. It was uh, it was awful. <laughs> it's <was a> terrible <laughs> website. Uh, yeah, that was my first first step into anything HTML. Oh, nice! Uh, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was terrible at graphics too. And I still am, <laughs> technically. But <laughs> you do just fine. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <Dave. laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, did you guys ever create a team video for SN? I we did a, we did a couple. Some of them I didn't participate in for some reason. Okay. Um, 
I think I had more like solo videos than uh, like full on team videos. It seemed much more common back then. I think because everything had to be so short to do solo videos than team videos. I don't remember seeing a whole lot of team yeah. videos, especially during four, Tony Hawk Four. Yeah, we were definitely um, limited on hard drive space yeah. and hosting space, so we had we couldn't make them big, and they had to be awful quality. Yep. For anybody to even watch them. Um, so, like, I made some King of the Hill moves videos for myself. I made one later on with Iller Agony, and then I got a few with Snake. And yeah, I think I think our main our main video was what you can consider a team video. It was all based around King of the Hill moves and stuff. And it's funny because we we do have an unfinished video, uh, me Snake Vaddy. It's a transfer video for uh, Thug Pro. Really? Um, will it ever be finished? Uh, probably not. But <laughs> I still have the clip <laughs> from it, so maybe one day we'll put something together. Freddie coming in clutch here with the um with the team video real quick. Oops. Oh really? <laughs> You you remembered it when I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> nice quality. Uh, are you screen sharing? I can't see. Uh, something's wrong. This is what happens, folks, when you don't stream for a <laughs> for a bit. I'm getting there. Oh, I just checked the chat. I'm sorry, Jesse. I was thinking of you, but I couldn't place the name. <laughs> well, I don't know what's wrong. I've got everything correct. It's just not showing. It's just not showing the video for some reason. I do not know why. There it is. We got it. We got there. So here we go. Full potato quality in all its glory for you. Oh man! So here's here's your <laughs> SN Project One. Who can forget the iconic Vans logo upside down on the cast? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that crown too. <laughs> Such classic moves. <laughs> so this is great. Let's keep watching this. Freddie, you want to go on to the let's keep let's keep our questions. We got a lot of ground to cover still. What is this question in reference to, Dode? For the uh, clan that's websites? That's a good question. I think that's a holdover. Alright. Yeah, that's probably my fault. And did the video freeze? I'm doing great here. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so you note that you became competitive in King of the Hill and captured the flag during Tony Hawk Four. Um, prior to this aspect of competition, did you ever get into any whoring or playing for points? No. Once I got into King of the Hill and captured the flag, that was pretty much what I did exclusively. 
did you do it did you did you get into whoring uh, at all before that i gave it a go but i was terrible at it so <laughs> um I think, I think in san fran i got like like 100 to like 300 million on the uh the whore line over here third army but like i maybe spent like a week doing it and then i just i couldn't do it anymore i just get bored kind of the way it goes for me with points based stuff like i'll, I'll do my first and I'll, like especially on like a new when a new game came out mm -hmm. uh like thug one i had the leaderboard so that kind of gave me a little bit of motivation to do it right um but yeah, I never lasted. I always just go back to the other the uh the contact games. You know. Yep. Yep. It's nice, you know, playing against other people instead of just playing against yourself. I agree with that a hundred percent. Keeps that competitive aspect of it going for sure. Yeah. And Ace, did you ever try your hand at improv gameplay? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it was like Thug 2, I tried a little bit. Um, it's weird because King of the Hill is 100% improv. Yeah, it really um, is, actually. Because <laughs> like the, you're put in situations where you're pretty much never... Like you don't get into very often. Like you check, you have to track where the people are around you, and you really got to make those split second decisions. Um, and I always thought that was way more exciting than doing it in a combo for points or for a style. Um, so I'm not very good at style either. So it's more of a combination of things of why I never really got super into it. How about speed running? Did you try your hand at speed running? I already know the answer to this, but I asked it for the audience. <laughs> Only recently. Nice. Only since one and two came out. I mean, I mean, technically, I tried it when Crad first got into it. Um, but it was just uh, like single, single uh, goals in Tony First Skater Four. Mostly because I wanted, to, I wanted to beat him. He was, he, was, he was starting to get number one on things, and I'm like, I can do that. So I loaded up my PS2 and started trying. Yeah, I remember you. I remember somewhere along the line in Discord, you were like, "Crad, what's your record on this particular goal or whatever?" And you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, I'm gonna beat it." And then I, you played for it for hours trying to beat, you know, shade those fractions <laughs> a second. Couldn't off. do it. Couldn't do it. I thought I was way better than I was. Um, oh, it's goodness, so hard. Goodness, Ace, how long is it gonna take you to hit that quick turn, Wally? Oh, wait, the video's done? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I got you. You're live again. I jump all around when, when we do these. God. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There we go. <laughs> but I don't have the crown, so it doesn't count. So on, on Tony Hawk's Prosecutor 4, initially, what drew you to playing Capture the Flag and King of the Hill as a means of good competitive gameplay? I remember, I think, I didn't get four right away. I don't believe. So there was kind of already people playing. And I joined um, a room. The first room I joined was here. And it was a King of the Hill room. 
Um, and for some reason, that kind of just stuck with me. Uh, I just, it was hilarious to uh, really just watch everybody chase each other around. Uh, <laughs> like on three, I, d I didn't play much. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't spend too much time on that, really. So I didn't get into the community aspect of things. Before I was like, I'm in. Like this is this is my life now. <laughs> uh, and it might just be happenstance that King of the Hill was the first real online game that I was sent into. You know. Oh, interesting. And plus, it doesn't help that all all the friends that I've made along the way were the same way. It was King of the Hill, capture the flag, or nothing else. Yeah. That was a lot of those lobbies back then, rooms, rooms back then for sure. Once, once Trick Attack uh, was spoiled and the interest faded, everybody gravitated yeah. to other stuff for sure. <clears throat> and that was just the early, the early days of what got me into it. There's sure. a second wave of things along the way that got me really into it. I don't know if that's, if that's skipping ahead or not, but... No, go ahead. So, like, King of the Hill on 4, I got pretty into it. And, you know, I played with a lot of the great old-school people. We were talking Helix, Lang Wu, Rick Beowulf, um, Blades. Got Flip. Uh, uh, try to keep up. Uh, all these old guys. Mm -hmm. They're, like, the classic players. Right. Uh, but then there's like the level up from them, which is Impulse and Devolution and Draco and Mike, those guys. Yeah. Like, you, you could tell they were on a different level than everybody else, me included. Like, they were way above me. But it was hard to uh, get into games with them because they were so popular and. Everybody loved playing with them because yep. they just kick your ass the whole time. <laughs> and I've always went by the philosophy of uh, you can only get better by playing people better than you. Yep. And I got to the point where I was pretty much on par with all the other guys, but I wanted to learn more. So I started playing you know, with Impulse almost exclusively for a long time. And I learned so much from him. Mm -hmm. That's where I first learned uh, Bumps. Um, I think Steam Wallies too. That kind of stuff, like getting more technical. Um, but back then uh, on four, I always just copied the moves that everybody else was using. Right. It didn't occur to me until Thug One that I could just make up my own moves. You know, create my own style. Um, so Thug One came out. We were all switching over, and initially it was really hard because walking was really foreign. Yep. Um, but there's there's this one person that motivated me to get to the level that I got to eventually, and her name was Miss Cat. Wow. And I don't know if people remember her. I don't um, think so. I don't know if I've ever played with with anybody named that. So. 
there's controversy there, like in um, everything <laughs> Tony Hawk related. Uh, nobody knew who she was, so it was assumed that they were somebody else playing a, a character. And I think most people thought they were Prodigy. I don't. You, you probably heard that name. Yep. At least Freddie, I think, has heard that name. I've heard the party was a really good King of the Hill player on four. And I don't know why people thought Miss Cat was Prodigy, but it kind of stuck. But it was never proven, so we we don't know. <laughs> um, but anyways, they were really good. And I could not win a single game against them. Wow. And it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... You go from four and me getting like trading blows with devolution and impulse and then some random miscat person I can't even touch. I can't even get a minute on. Wow. It was really frustrating. So it was at that point where I was like, okay, I'm going to dedicate all of my time <laughs> to getting better at this and uh, making sure. up my own stuff because the the default stuff everybody else was using at the time, it just it did, it didn't work on her. So that was that was the point where I I, um, I kind of started to reach my peak, um, and I started to like be more known by more people because I got a lot better pretty quickly. Nice. I just crashed, by the way. I was gonna say when that. I change levels, it's coming back up. Okay. This is just. <laughs> There's always um, a technical issue, uh, one or two, but um, definitely a few on this one. So my apologies to you, Ace. <laughs> it was not intentional. That's right. <laughs> I mean, better me than a you know more important guest. <laughs> oh gosh, you're a very important guest. Try to treat all of our guests the, the same. <clears throat> Uh, so, uh, was SN highly competitive, and did you guys battle with other clans during the Tony Hawk 4 through uh, American Wasteland era? Yeah, we were we were definitely super competitive. Nice. Um, I mean, at first, there wasn't many clans to battle with. Um, Trying to think. When did when did Mock come out? That was after SN, right, Freddie? Did we lose Freddie too? No, Mock was uh it was at least around when I joined in February two thousand four. So I think I think SN, SN was first and then Mock came around. So it was it was it was SN Mock. I believe. So you guys, you guys had a bit of a rivalry going on then. Yeah, like I don't remember much specifically. It, if did we battle? Oh man, I don't know. I think at most we might have traded a few members. Did oh did we? I think. Um... Wasn't uh, decapitate in both clans at one point? Oh yeah, he was. Decapitate. Yeah, another old. <laughs> yep. He was. Uh, he was in sin. 
on four. <laughs> the winner of the the winner of the Sin King of the Hill tournament. Yep. <laughs> Clan hoppers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's while we're on the Oh, uh, while, while we're on the topic of SN and Mock, uh, who brought up the idea of merging both clans into smoking? <laughs> smoking, nice. Yeah, who did bring that up? That that idea? Uh, I mean, it wasn't me. I was kind of behind it, but kind of not. Like, I, I didn't want you scrubs on my team, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Um, no, but no, uh, crap. I don't know who, I don't know who brought it up, but it, there was, I remember the forum post on it and some people were like totally for it. And I think more people were definitely against it. What does smoking stand for? It was S and then M O K and then N at the end. No, I know, but with long form, spell that out. <laughs> if you take the letters and, and what what's the S stand for? What's the M stand for? It was just our clans. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's super, we got some people in the chat trying super to bait you. Cough. <laughs> New, noobs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking at chat. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. I don't usually read chat along the way, but that one was too good to That's pass funny. up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's a cool name, but smoking. I like it reminds me in, uh, in Thug One in Vancouver. There's those uh, <laughs> those flags or something that have like a smoking beaver on there. Oh yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> he says that's great. Uh, All right, let's move funny. along here. <laughs> I used to uh, outside of KXTH. Did you ever host your own competitions for Capture the Flag or King of the Hill? Um, I don't think I did. <laughs> did I? <laughs> See, Freddy, Freddy's our encyclopedia. He, he knows way more than I do about my own. Do you feel like the questions are just baited to see if Freddy's going to challenge you? <laughs> You'd be like, actually. <laughs> He's got the answers lined up, ready to go. He's like. <laughs> Uh, this is a dode. This is one this of those questions, one, yeah, by the way. Maybe we should just phrase it that way. This is a dode question, so there's no. Uh, this like, isn't baited. <laughs> so you're asking, did I organize? Yeah. Full on like tournaments and stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I did. Okay. I don't. Nothing like on any official capacity. I don't believe. Like right. clan battles are. I wouldn't really consider that because they're more impromptu and just. Right. You get into, this, into it with somebody online, and you just kind of just go for it. So we, we did capture the flag stuff all the time against other other uh, clans. Total um, informal, off the cuff. You're online. Somebody starts talking smack. You get all the buds up on AIM and, and get after <laughs> it, right? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Um, the only, like, the KXTH stuff um i didn't technically organize any of that but i was definitely a promoter of it so I, that, that probably counts more than anything else really sure yeah we're gonna get into that in depth here in a minute uh so tell us 
Um, or go ahead, dude. Uh, so along the way, did you did you uh, participate in many tournaments? If so, how'd you how'd you end up rating or ranking any of the, the tournaments? I did the Sin Cost Tourney, which we talked about. Um, I guess we said I ended on Shipyard, and I think that was somewhere in the semifinals, or there might have been a couple levels left on there. So I got like halfway through that one before getting eliminated. Uh, there was that more recent cost horny where I went, <laughs> Prad just totally dominated me and made me look bad. <laughs> I'm fuck, <talk>, bro. <laughs> Thanks for that, buddy. <laughs> um, what what else were there? Uh... Did you enter in any of the I series or Tourney for the Homies or? No, I didn't do any of those. Okay. If it wasn't King of the Hill or Capture the Flag based, I didn't. I didn't really enter it. Fair enough. I mean, I, I did do Get Theirs. Which is a little bit different, right? But it wasn't, you know, that was just a weekly running thing or whatever, right? So did uh, Super Noobs eventually start to die off, or do you feel that it's still going strong today? It's it died off on Tony Hawk, but it's going strong elsewhere, which was surprising to me. Interesting. So one of the members, uh, Vin, he runs a pretty large super noob community. Um, like it's based on other games. So they play like NBA. Uh, huh. They do Warzone. I think he's doing Fortnite now. So he, he built up a pretty big community based on super noobs. That's cool. Um, I don't think I've I don't heard have... of that. I don't think I've heard of other members taking a clan tag into other gaming and and continuing the the legacy of it. Yeah, it's, it's, really it's cool. pretty cool. Hmm. I mean, it's it's awesome because I was you know a part of the person I the originator. You know, I came up with the name myself. Wow. Um, and people fifteen something years later. Are still, uh, you know, doing something with it. It still means something to them. That's really um, so cool. So it's, yeah, it's, it's very uh, surprising and like humbling yeah. to to have an effect like that. You know. Yeah, without a doubt. No, I mean on the Tony Hawk side of things, I'd like to say I I pretty much run that, and I'm not bringing it back. I mean, I still wear the tag, and past members can still wear the tag, but we're not like an open clan anymore. It's just like a, this is who we were back in the day and sure. like, like to represent that. Yep. Some, some homage to the uh, former days. I like it. Yeah. I mean, if the new game was, uh, had good online, I would have brought it back for sure. Hmm. But that's, yeah. 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 I think there are some hopes along those lines for a lot of folks. Which is the perfect segue into, in 2021, do you feel clans have made a bit of a resurgence, or are they now largely meant as a, just as an homage, like we talked about, to former days and are comprised mostly of friends or older players uh, just paying homage to their roots? It seems pretty uh, split. 
I'd say evenly to being serious, actual clans, like active clans and stuff, not just based on old ones or friends. Um, but I think, yeah, most are just like SN, you know, they just old, old, old players, uh, reminiscing about old things that we, <laughs> we did and old tags and sure. Um, I mean, it, it would be nice to have more competition. Like, Doug Pro players who weren't on back in the day, they don't realize how competitive it was. Like, Doug Pro is not competitive hardly at all compared to the old days. Right. At least in my opinion. I agree. Like, it, it was cutthroat back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah there was a lot less uh, friendly competition back then it was like real it was serious business guys <laughs> uh and that's like one of the biggest changes that i noticed yeah. with uh with clans too because if, if nothing is super serious all the time then it's not really going to translate over into constant new clans rolling in and you know big groups of people yeah stuff like that so it's interesting for sure um i just I don't, without a new game i don't think it we're going to have that coming back. Yeah, I agree. So back in the Tony Hawk 4 through the American Wasteland days, were you heavily active within the community during that whole time? Um, what were some of the websites, IRC channels, things like that that you frequented? So I made it up to Thug 2. Uh, and that was the last game that I bought. Hmm. Kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> sure. Um, much later on, I technically, well, I downloaded Thaw and I played it online like way, way after. This was probably 2008 or nine. And I went online and played some King of the Hill and got banned instantly. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, I was active pretty much from four to plug two. Did you play? Did you go to like? Uh, oh, the forums and stuff. Yeah. Um, did you hit like TXO and uh, Tony Hawk Live and you know? I, I I went there and I checked stuff out. Um, KXTH was my main forum. Yep. So. Uh, technically, I was on some TeamSpeak channels, uh, <laughs> but that was mostly for SOCOM 2, I believe. Ah, uh, yes, the SOCOM um, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I didn't get into IRC, uh, unfortunately, because I heard that was a good time. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, it was a really good time. <laughs> you want to talk uh, about yeah, Cutthroat? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, the old form. I didn't really do much on on other forms. Like I was on TXO, but I didn't really participate much. Because mm -hmm. at least back then, I, I wasn't part of the uh, the elite group of people like sure. that. Um, we were definitely separated. Yeah. But uh, I mean, eventually we all kind of came together, so mm -hmm. it, it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> 
so when when Thug One released in October 2003, did you move to it right away? Many uh, f players from Tony Hawk 4, they didn't really ever make the switch. Um, and then how did you, if you did make the switch, how did you balance being active on both 4 and Thug One? Yeah, um, I switched to it right away, and I did the the, uh, the career. Um, I, did, I just blew through it as fast as I could just to get it online. Yeah, I think at the time I thought that this you needed to get the stats for online. Oh so right, I was like, right, right. <laughs> uh, I better do the stats. But then, <laughs> I think Crowd has told me since then that you automatically <laughs> get stats online, so that was a big waste of time, apparently. Um. <laughs> I think, I'm trying to think. I think I, I split it up evenly, my online time for Thug One and Tony Hawk Four, because yeah. not everybody bought the game early. I still wanted to play with my friends who didn't get it. Yep. So it was like half and half. Spent playing the new game and going back to four. Hmm. Uh, it was tough though. Like I said before, the walking was super foreign, and it was really hard to. Get your fingers to do the right thing. <laughs> you know, it's like going from from walking to no walking. It can be difficult for some people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of yeah the other way was it's faux pas. A lot of people still play cough with walking on, right? We that's why we play no walk cough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I put a lot of time into learning it and making the switch, uh, and trying to get everybody else to come on on with me. Uh, but I, it was like, it was tough. Um, it was it was mixed reactions. Like I, most of us didn't really like the way it felt. It felt slower than four. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it was a mixed bag. But all in all, it ended up being like, well, this is this is the future anyway. There are already way more people here than on four. We might as well just suck it up and do it. Hmm. You know, it, eventually it became my second favorite game. So obviously, uh, <laughs> we got used to it. Yep. Uh, so as you know, many players in the Tony Hawk scene also played SOCOM 2 together. Um, SOCOM, it was a broadband only game with voice chat. Uh, what was that like to be able to switch it up between Tony Hawk and Socom on any given night with your pals? Yeah, it was fun, and it was strange at first for me because I was uh, I got Socom too pretty late, like it was pretty much already established, um, like the clans and stuff back then, um, and I wasn't very good. I, I just I'd recently posted the videos on my YouTube of. Uh, back then, like a couple rounds. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good at it at all. But, uh, yeah, we were in the ML clan, which was basically a lot of SN people merged with uh, a couple other people. Nice. So I think Blades was in there. Uh, a few others. High-level players were in there. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. Because, I mean... Uh, at the time, I spent so much. Well, all of my gaming was Tony Hawk related, so it was nice to have a break every once in a while. 
yeah. or something totally different. There were, seemed to be a, such a big group of people that ended up playing SOCOM, um, which I always thought was funny. You know, why that game? You know, why, and I and I understand it was, you know, it was one of the few that you could play on PS2 online. You know, and so it made sense, but there were so many Tony Hawk players that ended up playing SOCOM, it, it almost just became like a, it was just like, that's what you did. If you didn't play Tony Hawk, you were obviously playing SOCOM, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know why I was like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't either. About it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump into King King of the Hill stuff a little bit more in depth here. Um, so, in King of the Hill gameplay, do you feel that it's it's one of, if not the truest uh, forms of legit and pure ways to competitively play Tony Hawk? Yeah, of course. I mean. We only have, well, it depends what game you're in, but King of the Hill, Capture Flag, Firefight, uh, and Slap, I think. Those are the, uh, the main four mm -hmm. to kind of go with that, that category of things. Collision-based. Uh, every Anything yeah, collision-based, really. Yeah, for me, it's, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's the best one. I mean, Capture the Flag is definitely more strategy. Because you're working with a team most of the time, right? And but who's going to do you know, what? Who's going to maybe guard the base a little bit? Who's going to be the aggressor? Who's playing yeah. offense? Who's playing defense? That whole kind of thing. Whereas it's just you with the crown trying to make sure that you know your stuff is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who, nobody does team cough. <laughs> oh gosh, that'd be an interesting one to try. I mean, we've done it. It's it's fun. But I definitely prefer solo. Right. Yeah. And unless we're doing like a me versus everybody kind of deal, then that's really fun. You see that all the time. Hmm. It's more like bragging rights kind of thing. We should <laughs> take turns doing one versus six or something like that. Right. And pulling that win. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty exciting. No doubt. Um, so did, you might have mentioned it earlier, but were you involved in the King of the Hill scene on Tony Hawk 3 at all? Yeah, not really. At least not that I remember. I, I hardly remember anything from 3, to be honest. Because I, like I said, I, I was borrowing the game from a friend for um, most of the time. So I didn't spend much, much time like in a row on there. I'd just be kind of like a night here and there. Hmm. So pe people remember me playing with them on there. I think uh, Sphinx yeah. remembers me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trusting you guys. <laughs> I, I, was, I was there, I, I promise. I remember your name from, I remember your name from four for sure. It's, you know, we've talked about it so many times, you know, how, how it's just so odd that we didn't run into each other back then, you know, cause we know so many yeah. of the same people and have played with so many of the same players. It's just so uncanny that we just, but you know, you ran in the circles you ran with, but I remember your name yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, on three and four, I was skater ace with mm -hmm. no, no clan tag for most of the time. Right. Like I, I, the only reason I shortened it was because of the SN tag was right. just so long. It won't fit a full skater ace. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so, with uh, Tony Hawk 4 PS2 releasing October 2002, can you describe how the King of the Hill scene took shape in late 2002 throughout 2003? What did that look like? 
Uh, I mean, my memory is it's kind of specific to me, you know. Sure. I, I wasn't really uh, on the pulse of the full King of the Hill uh, community. Mm -hmm. um, that's a tough, tough thing. So it's like what I said before, like, I started with Snake and Helix, Lan Wu. Um, I mean, there were multiple full full games or full lobbies of King of the Hill, which was nice. Um, it's weird how Koth became kind of uh, shunned by a lot of people. You know, they're <laughs> <laughs> oh, you play King of the Hill, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like later, late, later games, there there weren't as many King of the Hill rooms available to play in. But I remember mid to late four, there were three or four every night you can pretty much count on. Hmm. Yeah, I always I always said and always uh, <laughs> lamented, I guess, the fact you want to clear your room in a hurry, start at the King of the Hill game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that pretty much rang true for most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because they, but then you know you always want to kind of some fresh competition, somebody that didn't maybe necessarily play in the style that you were you were used to, because all you know so many of those players we all played together, and so you got pretty accustomed to and familiar with how somebody was going to play the game, and so to play with somebody that you had never played with before, especially I mean obviously if they were no good, then not a lot of competition, but somebody that was worth their salt, that was always interesting to me because then you could pick up new techniques and tricks and oh wow i would have never thought going that way or doing this or you know what i mean so yeah definitely there's um you feed off each other for sure totally and like if you if you pull off something really cool and like innovative it's going to spread and then everybody else is going to start using it totally which is what i loved about my time on thug one in the cost scene because i was making a lot of these moves myself and then see other people use them. Yeah, it just felt good. And <laughs> totally. I, I was happy to like further the community of the King of Hell players. That's cool. you know, more, more technical, the better. Yeah. So explain to us how did the Tony Hawk 4 and Thug 1 King of the Hill communities differ? Obviously, walking changed the game dramatically. But with Thug 1 also came some things like host advantage. Yeah, like I said, it, Thug One felt slower, so, so the game felt slower. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think I was ever proven to be actually slower or not, but yeah, walking through a huge wrench into it. Um, I mean, I was pretty much against walking in Thug One, <laughs> King of the Hill games. <laughs> uh, at least at first, until I started using it all the time. It seems um, like walking lent itself more towards like it would it would people would use it to uh, you know shimmy themselves up to a high place and then camp, you know some of the faux pas and stuff that is frowned upon. Yeah, now, but I, I remember seeing that a lot. Going up and like hanging on mm. hang on a wire somewhere. Exactly. And difficult place to get to. Yeah, you can definitely use it for that. Uh, the Magic Clan really. Took walking to a to a new, to a new level, 
the things that they did, like, I probably still can't do them. Just the way that the way that they, like their moves, like they get off the board, and jump to the right or jump to the left, like super super fast. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of drifting stuff <laughs> yeah. that I wasn't used to. Yep. So it it made competition more it made it more exciting for sure because it, it just it was a different style. Yep. Yeah. So like the difference between four and Thug One. Uh, I mean, just different people, a newer generation of people, mm-hmm. just more styles altogether. So you had to play with more people more often to be able to keep up with everybody. There's right. so many different people playing. Right. Hmm. Yeah, four feels more uh, more pure, uh, and Thug One definitely muddied the waters. Just overall, I'm not saying it's, it was a bad thing. It's just that's it's kind of the difference that I, I can put together. Sure. So you already talked about it. You said Thug Two left a bitter taste in your mouth, and then you said you didn't even buy Thaw. So um, specifically for PS2, um, do you feel like there was there was even really a cost scene at all in those two games, or did the action pr- primarily stand for in Thug One? Uh, there was a scene for sure, and we made a Thug Two King of the Hill video, me and Iller Agony, which I don't know if you guys have. Oh gosh, yeah, sure it wasn't very long. Pull it out real quick here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's not very good in my opinion because the game, well. Like drifting is a big part of it, there it and is. they took out drifting, so it kind of oh, the whole everything is worse overall. <laughs> Walking was worse. Like here it is felt, up on chat for you. Iller agony going, cough moves. Oh man! Oh, so this wait, is this the third oh, one? There's some Thug Two moves in this video. Okay. See, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't find enough in Thug Two to make a to make a video. We had to go back to Thug One. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, like there, yeah, there was a scene, but it was it was much smaller from what I remember. Not many people were were playing it, and it was just it was just different, and we could just go back to Thug One and have a great experience. So why would we waste our time on <laughs> Thug Two? Yeah. It sucked though. Like we had big we had big hopes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some of that all blends together for me from back then. I think about it a lot and I just I just remember being so disengaged from anything besides creative park stuff or created content stuff. That's all I was into at the time. I, I didn't play online for anything but that stuff. And so yeah. I lost touch with what was competitive, what were other clans doing, whatever else, because it was just all about created content for me. So I, I just don't have hardly any, you know, insight into much of it. Yeah. Look at that. Iller Agony with the wizard hat on. <laughs> That's the reason why I have a wizard hat. 
Because oh, this... really? See, yeah. that's a question we didn't ask. Where did you get your cast from? Somebody who's commenting on your cast and chat. Your the the purple wizard. It's it's definitely uh, inspired by Iller. Interesting. Um, I never had it before. Like my old skaters weren't like this. Right. Uh, I usually had a a blue shirt and a backwards hat. <laughs> the extent of my uh, thing. Um. Oh yeah, this is just for Thug Pro. I made this one, and it's funny because <laughs> I accidentally released it to everybody <laughs> my skater file when I uploaded uh, Thug Pro files one time. Oh, interesting. So you'd, you'd go online, and like all these noobs were using my skater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your creative skater got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's the purple wizard. Yeah, now, now I'm stuck with them. I can't. I can't use anybody else. <laughs> so, Ace, uh, one hot button issue in the early days of Tony Hawk 4 Online was the use of auto kick off during King of the Hill gameplay. The the sheer increase in speed, especially while manualing, was considered to be a glitch and outlawed in the KXCH League. In the Thug Pro era, however, this has become an accepted form of gameplay. Now, you yourself have conducted speed tests on your custom uh, speedometer level, and uh, we want to know if you feel if this is a fair component of gameplay in a casual or competitive setting. Yeah, that was a good time back in the day. <laughs> we were we're checking a trial this video out. or something. Yeah, we're checking this video out right now, too. <laughs> Oh yeah, when I was I was measuring the the speed of on and off kind of deal. I'm watching it so I can see. Sure. So it basically you see your speed doesn't slow down, it doesn't degrade with auto kick off. Yeah, so even in a manual, your speed stays the same. Hmm. Um, trying to think. Um, pull to pull question here. Do I think it's fair? I mean, back on four, losing to somebody using that felt pretty unfair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> When you go to use it yourself, though, you, you realize um, it takes a certain amount of skill to be able to do it and pull it off well. Because there, there are some some bad aspects to it. Because like if you bail, it takes you longer to get up and get moving again. That's what I so don't like you... about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I think we we've all, at least the hardcore players. Uh, have tried it at some point at least. So you, you gain some up top, but you lose it at the bottom. It's kind of a trade-off. Hmm. So for most people, it won't help you at all. But if you're like hyper proficient at it, then I think you have an edge. So it's 
it's weird. It's it's tough because it's it's in the game. It's it's not a glitch. It's uh, you know, it's part of it. It's a defined a toggle mechanic in yeah. the game. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's legal. Um, we didn't like it on four. We didn't like it in KXTH. Did we outlaw it, Freddy? I I don't remember. Um, well, I know for sure Impulse didn't allow it in the in the league play, at least. Okay. I don't know about the pickup games. Um, but yeah, currently, like Thug Pro, like I don't care if anybody uses it. Hmm. I know there are some people who do. Yeah, it doesn't seem so, to be quite as hot, but of an issue as it was as it once uh, was. That's for sure. It's, yeah, it just it goes back to like we're not as competitive as we used to be. Right. Like, 4 was hyper-competitive. Right, yeah. All the time. That's a, that's a very good point. Hmm. Thought there was something more relaxed. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless we're, I mean, even in tourneys, new tourneys, like, it doesn't feel like it did back then. At least for me. There's not as much trash talk, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to kill people in the game anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I will find so you're where saying... you live. Yeah. <laughs> So you're saying no more complaints when I'm manualing circles around you and Kona? Oh, I'm gonna complain. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not gonna try to, you know, get you to stop using it though. <laughs> Freddie automatically gonna go way out there and then just ob it. <laughs> you know, this the instant I see that the freaking handstand, I know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so what does it mean to be langed or to lang someone else? So Lang uh, is inspired by the person, Lang Wu. He was well known for, he, well, he didn't let people get up to the 10 second timer, the countdown timer at the end of the thing, but he was known for coming back and taking that win away from people. He did it so often that getting Lang was a term named after him for if you beat somebody and they have less than 10, se- 10 seconds left to win the game, you make the comeback and, and beat them. It's, uh, it's getting langed. You got langed. I never knew that. And I've heard you guys say that before. That's that's an interesting bit. So, well, this is off the cuff then. So do either of you guys ever intentionally play that way? Do you guys actually let somebody run the timer up in King of the Hill and then you you push yourself to see if you can lang somebody? No, it's never on purpose. Okay. It's, uh, uh, it's just something nice to point out when it happens. Sure. Uh, it's nice to keep – I don't know. I, I like keeping his name alive. You know, it's cool. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he, he, hasn't, he hasn't played <laughs> – I don't think he's ever played Thug Pro, but – yeah, when when everybody has like a minute fifty, the intensity turns up a little bit, and that's when you really notice it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You, you definitely play differently when there's that last ten seconds left, and you you you, you really want to steal that win off somebody. For sure. It's funny because I, I can't remember any matches where Lang Lang somebody, but. <laughs> Well, it happened. It happened often enough to, to bear his name now. Yeah, I love it. Pretty cool. He's he's actually the first person that I met in real life from the game. Oh wow, we, uh, that's cool. We went we went snowboarding. Nice. Pretty cool. 
so Ace, uh, who invented the quote unquote drunken noob style of King of the Hill gameplay? Well, I should be uh, deferring to you, but <laughs> my uh, what I remember <laughs> is that would be impulse. At least that's where I learned it from, for sure. Uh, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and why don't you why don't you explain to Dode what that is? <laughs> you don't know what it is, Dode. It's another one that I've heard you guys reference, and I don't know if I've ever clearly gone. Oh, okay, that's what that's what that is. Start up a uh, King of the Hill game. Okay. Wait, Freddy's not here. That's no, fine. Start up. Anyways. Oh no, one v one versus me. <laughs> Well, I'll just demonstrate it so people can see. Well, here we go. Uh, it says we're waiting for you to load, Freddy. And it crashed. <laughs> no! Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. <laughs> that was weird. I have no idea why. It's because Freddy was loading. It all stems back from when Freddy's internet crashed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can show it there in a second, um, while we're waiting for the game to, to go back up, let's skip to this next question, and then we can keep okay. going here. Um, so what are some of your memories of playing with and against Devolution? Man, that was, uh, that was some intense, intense games. Because even, I mean, back then... He was known as being the best. So when you got a chance to play against him, like it was on. <laughs> like you, you played as hard as you possibly could. Uh, and at least at the beginning, you never won because he was just too good. I know for me, I played with Devolution a lot. Um, and I would always say to myself, if I can get a minute, if I can just get a minute against Devil Devolution, I feel like I, I accomplished something. <laughs> that was my goal. Just a minute. I never expected <laughs> to win, but it was definitely if I could just get that. One minute is hyper impressive against <laughs> him, especially if you were doing it on four. Well, I mean, that's really – he didn't really play Thug 1, so he right. had to be on four. Yeah. Yep. He's he's uh he's definitely not quiet to let you know that walking ruined it for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He will let you know that real quick. <laughs> I think I think I played a role in that him hating Thug One because <laughs> one of the first days he joined, we we played King of the Hill in Tampa, and he didn't get a minute on me, and then he left. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, he definitely uh, displayed his uh, his hatred for walking. <laughs> then, yeah, that's so funny. All right, the room is back open. Um, no, he, he played big, big. Uh, he had a, it was a big role, a big influence on me. It's like he was um, before Thug One. He was the main, the main guy to, to beat. Um, oh, we're, we're doing this now. Okay. Yeah, we're doing it. You're gonna show. You're gonna show us the junkie right. noob. All right, I'll see if I can. Oh, Freddie just joined too. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll watch. So basically, you don't hold down X or the jump button. So you're going slow. I'm coming. And you just basically skate around, not going fast. 
turning in random directions. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is drunken new basically. You just go like this. And normally when people not like Dode are playing against you, <laughs> they try really hard to get you. And for some reason it's it's really difficult to do. Like you're way more unpredictable and people just kind of scoot past you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a weird, feel, weird little technique. <laughs> I feel like that style would lend itself better on Thug Pro's netcode than it did on 4. It's Maybe. interesting. It, it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to show in, in this context. But... Yeah, and it's hard for me because I can't observe you, so. This, I... this, is, this level is wide open. Yeah. Like, if you've got trees and stuff, you can just kind of scoot around trees and yeah. It's just random movement to where you're you're uh, you, you're not intentionally going anywhere besides just huh. Yeah, and you're slow, which is it seems counterintuitive, but when everybody else is going full blast as fast as they can, right? Huh. They're more likely to to grind stuff. Yeah, you, you don't grind anything. You, you like go to look like you're going to jump and grind something, so they latch onto the rail. <laughs> but oh, then I can't you just observe. Kinda... <laughs> You just you just scoot past. So. I forgot the um the the animation for the flat ground revert in Tony Hawk Four is a little slower, and I think that makes it more confusing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we just um R two. So oh, you you weren't observing, so then I am now. What I was doing. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. We got a huge raid we're going on yeah. right now. Thanks, Andy, for the raid. I usually don't call it out on this, but I will. Oh, Andy. <sighs> yeah. So there's uh, there's Drunken Noob for you. Welcome to everybody for joining us. Uh, we're just uh, we're having an interview here with Skate Ace. We're talking about King of the Hill and just uh, talking about some of, uh, some gameplay and stuff from him from over the years. Uh, sure, appreciate everybody stopping by and uh, saying hello. Uh, so yeah, we're just going through and showing uh, what's called the Drunken Noob style of uh, skating <laughs> in King of the Hill and gameplay. <laughs> <clears throat> What what a time to raid! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ace, uh, your Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four King of the Hill moves video. It was actually featured as a ThugLive.com video of the month for April two thousand five. The video features several of what we used to call bumps, but are now more commonly known as bonks. Uh, who innovated the idea of utilizing bonks to create King of the Hill moves? That's tough because I, I mean, I'm, I think I learned it from Impulse, but I don't know if he learned it from somebody else. Uh, Checking a look at a video of that right now. Do, do you have a uh, insight on that, Freddie? I really didn't see anybody using Box before you did. But well, I, know I mean, I... so here, lots of change levels. Um, after the video, but I'll show you, I'll show you guys. Well, we're in a level with one here. So there were, there were some that everybody did. Go ahead. There were, there were common ones. Oh, you got me okay. on there. So like this one, everybody knows this one. Oh, of course I screwed it up, but you, uh, 
you bonk this rail up to the next wire kind of thing. And doing with the crown is a lot harder than not with the crown. So like that one was common. Everybody did that. Um, yep. And then there's one in London. If you want to go to, go to London. Sure. So this one over here. Oh. I'm not using a PS2 controller, so my timing's off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're super hard to get a hold of anymore, aren't they? Yeah. Basically, you go up to the second floor here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hitting it right. So those two were... There, you there go. we go. Then you kind of cut to the right. It's a really good move. So I've I've saw Impulse doing that. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else did that actually, other than Impulse. But I wanted to take that to a different level, so I specifically went out and looked for bumps. And these ones were my favorite, which I know I can't hit now because four is a different. You know, obviously, do they still work in Thug Pro? These ones are not. They don't work the same. Um, it's a lot harder to hit, I think. Timing's kind of weird. Damn it! So there's just a there's a there's a probably a rip in the in the collision on the object, right there. Yeah. And when you hit it, it bounces you up to the roof. Yeah. I would guess. It's in the video, but you know, yeah, go back to the video. But yeah, you hit this corner, it shoots you up here. Um, and then I can't remember which way I would go, but either cross or scoot around the roofs, you know? Right. So yeah, bumping, bumping rails and ledge and stuff. Like I specifically wanted to make new ones of those because it, like they're, they're used all the time now. I mean, it's right. a common, common thing to do, but then, and I guess like Freddie just said, like he did. You didn't see anybody else using them at the time, I guess, other than uh, me. It's and, uh, interesting. To, it's 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 uh, interesting to know how many things in this game and in this series started out as a glitch that somebody happened upon, and it's a broken part of the game. And then people just were like, "Hey, how can we take that and utilize it in gameplay?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, in in a lot of respects, that's what a lot of this is. I mean, I'm sure the designers didn't intend for that to become something that you could use in in King of the in a King of the Hill match to get an advantage. You know. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> they probably that cringe when they it. see it. They're like, "Oh crap! I can't believe we missed that in Q and A." Yeah. But they, yeah, they're they're fun, and it's it was great because it takes sort of high skill and really good timing to get them right. And it was really hard for people to follow you when you do them that way. For sure. So you can do them, like the risky ones over here, uh, if you don't want to go into the water, you know, you can get up that, that way. Oh, nice. Basically, yeah. So, so yeah, that, we, we called them bumps, but eventually it, everybody else called them Bonks. Well, in theory, you could almost look at an improv video with that has some sort of a tech in it, 
and you could see somebody doing a, 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 you know, a weird bounce, and you could be like, huh, I bet I could replicate that and use it in King of the Hill, almost. Yeah, I mean, you could, but, like, even back then, I didn't watch many videos, so if people were doing it often, I didn't see it, so... Yeah. At least for me, it was kind of something that I kind of did on my own <laughs> with a little bit of a hint from from uh, Impulse. But uh, yeah, they weren't they weren't specifically made for King of the Hill, right? So, <clears throat> so now, everybody uses them now. <laughs> Literally <right>. everybody. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, you can't find a prop video without them. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're yeah, they're they're like super sought after now. It seems like for sure. So that segues into another glitch technique that was widely used on four, but patched out in Thug One and Thug Two for the most part was sea wallies, where you could wall ride and execute wallies through solid floors. Who came up with sea wallies, and which one's your favorite? That's the same with bumps. I mean, I remember Impulse doing them. Pretty sure. Um, the most common one was, well, one of the most common ones was this one right here. You could wall ride this, go through the floor, and then come out the other side. <laughs> so if you didn't hit it right, you just bounce off the uh, the wall there. I've actually done this in Thug Pro. Oh, really? But it's not the same. Right. <laughs> you just kind of. <laughs> scoot through and you know you don't really uh go very far it's not like a big wally or anything <laughs> um but yeah you do it there or you could do it here i'd always come around this this bend here mm -hmm. r2 off wally up through quick turn and then on the second level go the other way <laughs> um, yeah i love seam wallies they're, they're always so fun to do but nice. they were kind of cheap in game to be honest, even though I did them. <laughs> uh, but, like, the group that we, we played with, they all knew them, too. So we all kind of were on the same page. Yeah. It seems so. like there ends up becoming an established acceptance of, you know, maybe it's an unspoken agreement. Like, <laughs> nobody's calling yeah. me out for this, so I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I th we we talked about it. I'm sure we've had discussions on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, some of the things we just you do automatically. It just it's built into your muscle memory. Yeah, for sure. So over time. Yeah, see, models are great. I wish that we could get them back, Thug <laughs> Pro, on a toggle or something. So the the. KXTH series of seasons for King of the Hill on across Tony Hawk 4 through Thaw has been talked about and heralded as one of the best competitive series for King of the Hill in Tony Hawk history. Talk about that series of seasons a bit and your role within it. Well, it's I think the, I think the forms are down now, but I believe I was number three or four in the in the forum signups on KXTH, so I was I was in, I was brought in pretty early. Uh, I think before me it was well, Impulse was one, 
I think some guy named Pro Skater was two, then Helix was three, so I was probably four. Um, I don't know how he came up with it. it this is all uh, Impulse's ideas, I believe. I mean, he took input from people, but he, just, he put together the website, he came up with the format of the how the tournament would go. It's like a rolling tournament. I I didn't really do much, to be honest. Um, I definitely promoted it, <laughs> tried to get people in there. And at first, I, I uh, participated in a lot of them. Uh, but I kind of... Well, you got to put a lot of time into it to get far, because it's all points-based, and it lasts quite a long time. Um, I'm, I'm sure you did more than me, Freddy. What do you... Uh... Yeah, the the daily sessions, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's pretty time-consuming to build up points. And, you know, that's what I liked about it, was you would always face a wide variety of opponents. Like, maybe a session would be five players. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And there was tons of work on, you know, the back end, running that thing. I'd imagine points based thing like that and people constantly yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I remember impulse having to keep score on a notebook paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So how did you meet impulse? Where did, how, where did you get introduced to him and we have a little bit of footage, one of the only pieces of footage known of impulse here. Oh oh I forgot I capped that. Um, well, I met him in game. I I don't think it was through anybody. Maybe Snake introduced me. Um, yeah. It was pretty early on, on 4, I believe. Uh, Impulse was pretty... Like, he, he was a, th a 3 player, too, I believe. Okay. And he was in a clan called King, if I'm remembering correctly, which was a, was a King of the Hill clan that might have been on four. So it's like a really old clan. I remember um, King clan. I think I think uh, RJ Magic, I think, was in King clan. Yeah, that sounds pretty uh, familiar. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he was just he was just well known as one of the one of the top players of all time. Nice. And like for me, he was always one step below Devolution. So, like I said before, I I spent so much time learning and wanting to get better. So he was like a stepping stone for for me to learn to learn from. So we became pretty good friends. He taught me all kinds of stuff that I didn't know. So yeah, after, well, like, I kind of split things up into generations of people. Yeah. He's definitely one of the first, he's like the first generation of King of the Hill players. But, yep. like, he and Devolution were just super exceptional at the game. Uh, 
it's sort of like a like a natural like they're just naturally good like doesn't matter what what game they were on they just they could just do it yeah and uh, that always impressed me and i definitely didn't have that so i had to work at it <laughs> pretty hard <laughs> um, but yeah I, I wouldn't be as good as i had gotten uh without impulse for sure love it so throughout the history of tony hawk online what other king of the hill and capture the flag clans do you remember outside of mock and sn i know uh masters of capture the flag the magic clan and tck are some of the other prominent teams yeah i don't i don't really have a good answer uh i was really focused on sn most of the time so if they weren't the bigger clans like those ones that you mentioned i kind of didn't really pay attention to them or maybe I did at the time, and I just don't remember. I blocked them out, or uh, <laughs> I don't know. Nothing really comes to mind other than the ones that you said. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to too many of the. You know, I mean, I knew of the different clan names and so forth and so on. But the ones that I played with, they they were typically more well-rounded. You didn't see a specific focus, you know, like, oh, this is a firefight clan, or this is a King of the Hill clan, or this is a trick attack. Well, you knew about the trick attack clans, I suppose, but... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like, there there weren't many of us for, at least for King of the Hill or Capture the Flag. Yeah. Um, so you knew the big ones, but small ones, they didn't seem to last very long. Hmm. Or they merged into other ones, or just joined the bigger ones later on, kind of thing. So running course, a clan was was uh, was tough. So <laughs> right, a lot right. of my focus was managing it. Yeah, no doubt. Hmm. So many of us were pretty excited to find out months in advance that King of the Hill, in air quotes, there would be included in 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 Tony Hawk Five in their multiplayer mode. Describe your first impression upon playing Five and finding out that uh, the Tony Hawk Five. King of the Hill was completely different from what we had known from the previous games. Yeah, I wish somebody was recording my face whenever I played that for the first time. <laughs> Just the, the, the disgust I must have shown. <laughs> oh, man, it was awful. I was... The disappointment was just flowing over me. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't believe that after hyping it up like they did, even in that like, promo video, that they could ruin it. Like, oh, so bad. <laughs> and it's even, I mean, even if they got it right, it wouldn't have mattered because the lag was so bad yeah. anyways that yeah. you can't even play collision-based games on there. <laughs> it's like, how can a 20-year-old game play better than a brand new game yep. for, you know, network stuff? Uh, it th doesn't make sense. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how disappointed were you to discover that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2 did not include collision-based games like King of the Hill or Capture the Flag? I think it was a little less disappointing than having it and having it be awful. Oh, that's a good way to think of it. Um, but still, yeah, it, it hurt. <laughs> Especially because we, you know, we saw some some of the early leaks, which had King of the Hill game files in there. So it, 
they at least considered it. So, you know, it kind of built us up a little bit before release. And then, you know, got let down. So. Well, it's interesting because I got to watch for for um, for the creative part for OnePlus 2. I watched a developer. They did a, a, a webinar at a college uh, in New York, and I got to join that. And they talked about how there were a lot of things that they wanted to include in creative park that they just ran out of time for. They wanted to have, you know, some various aspects of it. And so you have to wonder if they did have planned to include some of those collision based games, you know, for online, online play, but either they ran out of time or it failed QA so badly that they just couldn't include it, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's the way it goes for any game for development sure. thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. It it sucked. Um, but looking back at it now, how not fun online is on the game already, you know, would have would King of the Hill have helped it? I don't. I don't know. It might not be as fun when you can't communicate. Yeah. Good point. So there's some fundamentals missing that that it it might not have redeemed it as much as you might hope or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's tough to, you know, speculate on stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, So wrapping up our conversation on King of the Hill, who would you consider to be on your Mount Rushmore of King of the great King of the Hill players? So (laughs) that'd be four, four top. Four top. Um, Devolution, Impulse, Snake, and Iller Agony. Nice. And I'm not discounting everybody else that's good or better than the people I've listed. Uh, It's just most of it's based on skill, and then the rest of it is based on um, the friendships that I've had with them. So, Yeah, I think... I think a Mount Rushmore doesn't necessarily mean the greatest, the goats, you know, the greatest of all time per se. I think it definitely is, you know, for various reasons that you would include people, yeah. you know, in, in the, a list like that. So yeah. that's a very worthy I mean, list. Yeah, back, back in the day when we used to do uh, best Cawther lists on forums, <laughs> the, those were pretty much the my top for every list that I made. So. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of uh, Iller Hagony, you two released the first ever Thug One Boost Plant video. Now, you said the true innovator of the technique was actually Sama.tho, who you witnessed hitting them first, and after trial and error, you figured out how to do it on your own. What was the reception like online and in-game after making public such a game-changing mechanic? Yeah, this is a spicy one. <laughs> I, uh... uh... Yeah, it's that was, that was a little rough. It was kind of a mistake. <laughs> the uh, releasing a video before the person you figured it out was. Uh, I mean, so there, you have to go, kind of go to the background of text back then. So before then, we had. Um, like, I don't know if you want to consider double tap grind a tech, yeah. but it was something no. in the game. <laughs> oh 
call that a glitch. I guess that's yeah. what this is too. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to explain, <laughs> but I remember certain people figured that out. And was that um, is it double tap grind glitch before wall shuffle? Freddie, do you remember? Well, wasn't Wall Shuffle in the, the demo video by Andy? At least a little snippet of it was. Yeah, but I mean, for discovery-wise, like, was it made public before? I don't, I don't know which one came first, basically, what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't switch to Thug one right away. Okay. But you would you would think that people would have noticed double tap grinds. Double tap is so quick. I know that for a fact because I remember yeah. it's it was such a big deal, and I remember everybody blamed Andy because he was the tester. <laughs> That's everybody true. said Andy yeah, ruined yeah. the series and ruined. I mean, he's he's worn that forever unfairly. Um, yeah. But double tap was found so quickly. Yeah. Um, well, so this is how it played out for me. Which, which feeds into why I released the video. At, for Double Tap, it was something people were using secretively for a while. Mm -hmm. like it, it wasn't um, released publicly, but people were enjoying the benefits of being on the leaderboards because of it. Exactly. And it, it wasn't fair, right. and I didn't like that. Yep. So I, I did my best to learn about it, and then I kind of spread it out to my friends, like let them know what was going on. And then the same thing happened to with, with wall shuffle. It was a technique came out that only certain people were, were using and they weren't spreading, you know, they weren't spreading the love. They weren't, uh, you know, helping out people who didn't know how to do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it kind of came like a theme, like, like, I don't like this either. And I kind of want to, you know, look into it like a journalist and, uh, release it. So I did that with wall shuffle. Um, which ended up being kind of a bad thing because people started using it in King of the Hill after I showed them. And I'm like, whoa, wait, wait a minute here. This, this isn't what it's supposed to be used for here. Party take it. Yeah. So those two came, they, they came out first and then, you know, boost plant came out next. And when I saw him do it, I wanted to get more information on it. Like, this is a big deal. Um, I don't know if it was him or one of his friends or whatever, but basically they blew me off. They wouldn't tell me, mm -hmm. and I didn't know why, <laughs> and that kind of pissed me off. So the next week or two, I spent 100% of my time trying to figure it out myself with Elder Agony. Um, and after the two weeks, we figured it out without any help other than seeing you know, the one time of it of it happening in the game so we, we put the work in we put the time in uh i don't know if the, there wasn't a plan originally to make a video but now that we we figured it out and we're telling all of our friends how to do it in our group um well it just happened we made a video and then we posted the video and it it wasn't later until people were really pissed off <laughs> that i did it that i figured out Sam was making a video of his own and just hadn't released it yet. Oh, so I, 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 I sniped the, I sniped his spot on the video. Um, he scooped him. Uh, I scooped him. Uh, <laughs> man, people hated me. 
I, <laughs> it was probably the biggest mistake I've ever made on on Tony Hawk in the community. Uh, um, so thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> no, I specifically, I specifically remember Nacho registering on KXCH forums just to make a thread, like basically, yeah. uh, like. Like telling you, you should be ashamed for releasing the video ahead of Samus. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I got tons of shit for that, <laughs> and immediately regretted. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I, I like the context she gave of that because I had forgotten how big of a deal that stuff was. Because, like you said, people were almost using this as like a secretive way of almost cheating, especially with double tap. Because I remember that people were oh, for sure. it was yeah. uncovered later that oh gosh you're doing this or that or getting this score or that score but you're using you're using double tap and they wouldn't fess up to it you know it was like yeah. stitched videos like people i remember i mean how oh many yeah people yeah sure have we it's had like on this that. podcast now that have fessed up and said yep i stitched that video that yep. wasn't <laughs> legit you know and they'll admit it now but back then oh they probably would have like thrown hands if you would have yeah, accused yeah. them of stitching you know so it, uh, yeah good content the main, there. <clears throat> the main problem with that too was leaderboards ruined after that yeah you you can no longer trust the leaderboards because everybody was using double taps yep yep so yeah that's how that's how that's how it went down. See, this is uh, the good. This is the part of the history of Tony Hawk of this community that I just love. I love stuff like this. Yeah. I didn't realize that was such a big deal that you had scooped uh, Sama there. Oh man! Wow, it was bad. <laughs> I'm glad the forums have died. That uh, <laughs> how some of the, the reactions to my video. Wow, <laughs> they wow. weren't good. All right. Okay, well let's yeah. switch con let's switch context here completely now and let's uh, let's get into some more of the little bit more recent stuff. So let's talk a little bit about THPSX. How did you get involved with the THPSX website? Yeah, so I had just um I was I was in college for the second time. Uh and I was doing an IT kind of thing. <clears throat> so I had it's like basic classes in HTML, and then Freddie and Crad asked me like, "Hey, we wanna we wanna boot this web website up. Uh, are you able to to you know help with that?" And being just taking classes and stuff, I was pretty confident that I could do a good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went from there. Nice. And the next question is, how did you meet Grad and myself? Um, man, I don't remember the first times we've met. Uh, I'm assuming it's in game. Well, it's got to be in game, right? Uh, oh, for sure. Back in the day on Tony Hawk Four. I don't know when you first met Crad, but I know I must have first played with you in 04 or so, 2004. Yeah, so Crad, Crad might have been first to me. I can't remember when he started. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're all into the same the same games. We were both into Game of the Hill and Capture the Flag, and you kind of 
just start rolling with people. So we're all playing at the same rooms. And then you start talking and then Yeah. Like so, minds, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it so THPSX comes on the scene as many of the longstanding larger community websites they're starting to close down. Was it an intentional move on everyone's part to try and fill a void after these other sites are starting to die off and leave? Yeah, there's a lot of fragmentation going on. Yeah. Um, like back in the day, we kind of needed 50 forms for 50 different clans and you know, there were enough people to fill those out. But as time goes on, things got slow and then big forms got smaller and it was just too spread out. So I think, I mean, this wasn't my idea. This was, this was Crad Freddy's kind of kind of baby thing. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're the brain, the brain childs of this <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Um, but my understanding is they wanted a central place for the community to, to go to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, kind of like, a. you talk about, you talk about all the time, the dark years of Tony Hawk's pro skater wanted to be the, the central focal point of the community in, in those times but we we couldn't have foreseen that forums would die off and everybody would move to discord yeah that was a big move discord i think we, we were the first tony hawk community to go on discord yeah i mean maybe not speedrunners might have had it already but at least in the general community we made the first one yeah, that's crazy. So, can you tell us about? Do you remember what the first iteration of thpsx.com that you became involved with? Uh, what kind of features did it include, and what was the focus at that time? I think uh, the only direction that you guys gave me was we, we want a place to download created parks for Thug Pro, and then you were like, "Do whatever else you want for the rest of the site." We won't. <laughs> Maybe a form. Yeah, probably a form was on that list too. I remember pretty early on that you had actually had a working stats page and that was along that was like back in twenty fifteen or something. Yeah, that was uh pretty early. Um I don't know where I came up with the idea to do that, to be honest. Uh Wow, archive, here we go. This is gonna be an uh, earlier what? one. <laughs> on archive.org we've got uh, we've this is in this is may 14th 2012 snapshot so that was before me so nine years ago okay. i believe right right freddy <laughs> yeah so, so that was you just had a forum basically to start out with the, yeah the whole site was just a forum at first so you said you were and... 2015 ace we went over the dates not too long ago, but I also... Oh, yeah, we did, so. and I didn't jot them down. My bad. Uh, yeah, it was 15 or fifteen or 16. Is this your first version, then? Summer run? No. Oh, the, the, wait. I'm delayed here. But yes, this is my first version. Okay. <clears throat> so wait, the red, the red logo. You see, I've always used the big X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to do that, are you? <laughs> 
for those of you listening, we, we always have this long-standing discussion on if THPSX should how what the uh, capitalization should be. <laughs> should it be all caps? Should it be some caps? Should it not be caps? And so that's why we're chuckling about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the setup I had was um, basically the news or like community kind of things up on the top and then yeah, there's the uh, the vault in the early stages. <laughs> yeah. Um, super basic. Yeah, it's a really bad website. <laughs> <laughs> kind of embarrassing to, to show it off, you know. But you know, whatever. That's that's the starting point. Look at look at uh, was currently in uh, Thug Pro in March thirty first, twenty fifteen. We didn't even have the Tony Hawk three levels yet. Oh wow. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Nothing from one or two, no three. Interesting. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> so you see, uh, I had the stats there too, where I was pulling data from OpenSpy and then oh, displaying yeah. it for people. I wonder. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. So any idea how many people were uh, visiting the site back then? Do you know what the traffic was? Did you did you have any sort of AW stats or something on it back then? No, I didn't. I didn't have any stats on there. Um, it couldn't have been very many. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, we used to promote the website a lot. Like, I'd post links and stuff places to get people on there. Um, so really, it was just the hardcore community. I, I would assume was uh, coming to check it out. And I, you know, downloading the parks was um, was a nice feature. I mean, we weren't supposed to have a vault, but it was uh, that and seeing the seeing the stats. It, I thought it was handy. You know, people could make some use out of it. For sure. If anything, so I didn't want it to be just the forum. I wanted something uh, productive. It ended up working out. And we still have stats. And obviously the vault today, so I guess yeah. I did something right at least. Oh gosh, this is like the first version of it that I was a part of. Oh yeah, the I'm yellow. just kind of rolling through the the history of it here in archive. I hadn't done this, so it's interesting to see. Okay, this is the version of it that I remember when you guys when I came in and asked if I could help. Oh yeah, this is this blue one with the side panel. Mm -hmm. I still like this this one. I think it looks cool. I'm assuming it's it's pretty outdated. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I had a chat feature in there too. Oh, that's right. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the evolution of the website. Yep. So, um, discussion forums like this one here, they, they, they used once upon a time were the main focus of all Tony Hawk websites uh, to build the community. But over time, this seems to have evolved into Discord servers. Now, THPSX has one of the largest Discord servers in the Tony Hawk community. Uh, which medium do you prefer and why? Forums or Discord? Uh, I think they both have their uses. 
Um, Discord is nice because it's you know instant right now. You're you're having conversation, talking to people, and you know if you want to share something and get get a, opinions on something, you got it like instantly. So it's definitely the the right now kind of thing. But forums are great for archiving things, where Discord is terrible. So you can, I think you need both to save important stuff in a form that's, you know, web searchable and easily like referenced and then pretty much discord for everything else. <laughs> yeah. It's, I was, I almost just was a happy medium between the two because we've, you know, we've talked about this, you know, and amongst ourselves on a few occasions where. It's like, do we really still need a discussion forum on our website? And yeah. we always kind of were like, well, there's always, you know, this can really be a good archive, and it's it's just tough. But uh, yeah, definitely, tough the high, yeah, the higher use is definitely in Discord for sure. But um, but pin po pin messages in Discord servers only go so far. <laughs> Those get messy, yeah, and you can't organize them like you want. And yeah, <laughs> you got a massive scrolling list of things. Uh... Exactly. Not very easy to find. Yep. yep. Yeah. So forms, uh, they're still alive for a while, at least, I think. Even though we really don't use ours for anything. Right. Not anymore. So the, the THPSX website and it's the mod crew that we're a part of, it never really had a, a team. Uh, over time, the admins from the Discord ended up forming a loose team. A few of us would wear the THPSX tag on Thug Pro. Was it just never the focus to try and put together a team, do you think? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't my idea. I, I didn't, uh, I think, did Dode, did you come up with that idea? I think we were just like, you know, we're playing together, we're hanging out, we want to promote the website, we want people to know that it's out there and everything else, and, and I think we are just like, you know, yeah. I'm not really in a group right now. Tyler wasn't really in a group. Satin wasn't really in a, you know, all of us together. And we were just like, well, might as well, you know, give some sort of props. And I don't know. It probably like everything with us. It probably was a joke at some point. And <laughs> yeah, I think Tyler so. and Crab were probably giving each other crap about something or other. And so it was just, <laughs> you know, you know how we do. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never wore the tag. I, I, mean, don't think you're, I don't think you ever did. I don't think Crowd ever did. I think it was Tyler, Satin, Freddie, and I did. And I think we eventually got a couple of our Discord users. I think Ramen, uh, Mr. E. Yo, Ramen, wore it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think we got a few people that were just like, yeah, whatever, if you want to. It's not, you know, there's no significance other, other than you want to give props to the website. You know, that was really it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was kind of cool. Um it leads back to what we talked about earlier, where how useful are clans these days? Yep. You know, it's just mostly a friends thing, I guess. Yep. I don't know. I always wear the SN tag, so I wasn't going to change it for our website. No, fair <laughs> enough. I got it. I get it. <laughs> so talk about the Open Spy project a little bit. How did you get involved with that? And I guess what is it for those that might not know or understand what what the Open Spy project is? Yeah. Well, I mean, Crad introduced me to CHC, who is the main, pretty much, 
<laughs> he does everything on it, and we wouldn't have Thug Pro without him. Uh, I don't really do much with it. Like, I, I help moderate, I guess, a little bit. Um, I haven't really dug into, like, the code too much. Not At least not on the new version, but I did some some stuff on the old versions. Basically, it's it's what Thug Pro runs on, and it's what other games run on. It's an open or a game spy replacement server for for old games. It basically allows you to play Thug Pro online, right? That's kind of the long and the short of it. Yeah, and it's the same for the rest of Tony Hawk games that uh, supported it. So, without it, we we'd still be land tunneling. Now, yeah. uh, you mentioned CHC. He's the primary guy behind OpenSpy. Um, what is his involvement in the project? Is he uh, constantly developing? Yeah, he's basically the sole uh, lead developer. <laughs> he's done, as far as I know, like, Krat or even you probably know more than me. Um, but from what I understand, it's his, it's his project. He's done everything, or mostly everything, and he's put on all the time, all the effort. He's super highly skilled. Like, if I had a programming project that are like a real company, I'd hire him in a second. Mm. <laughs> he's just—he uh, seems so knowledgeable about it, about anything really. And then the network stuff always—it's uh, always been tough for me to grasp. Super complicated, especially when you're trying to like. You know, deconstruct GameSpy. Right. Uh, it just blows my mind that someone was able to do that <laughs> and make it work <laughs> better than I used to work. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's a great project. Um, totally worth donating to. Um, yeah, it's been fun. That actually goes into our next question: is uh, without revealing too much personal information, how exactly is OpenSpy currently funded? Well, I believe uh, it's split evenly between CHC and you and uh, CRAD. Um, and then whatever donations that we get are put in on top of that. So it's privately fun it's it's 100% privately funded and and a few donations uh, help support it as well. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's been covered fully uh, on a month just from donations, so it's mostly uh, out of pocket for CHC and Crad and Freddy. So, is it possible for people to make donations to the project? If and if they can, how do they do that? Well, Crad is the uh, the, <laughs> the main donation guy. So, if you want to donate, you have to talk to him. Um, he's very particular with donations, so. Yeah, I'd have to defer everything to him. (laughs) 
Well, we won't, uh, we won't talk too much more on that subject. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable or make it, you know, awkward or anything else. But uh, I think it's important. You know, I think it's a it's a worthy project. I think there's a lot of people that benefit from OpenSpy, and they may not even realize that this is a privately funded thing and that there is the ability for donations to be made. So I'll make the, the pitch, you know, get a hold of crowd, folks. If you're enjoying playing Thug Pro and you'd like to contribute to it, there's a way to do it. There's a way to donate and... Uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm sure very welcome for donations to come in. So, and Ace, how much time on average would you say you spend on uh, managing OpenSpy per week? Not very much anymore, actually. Um, the older versions would crash a lot. We'd have like a couple crashes a day, so it was manual restarts were needed. So if I wasn't available, Crad would do it, or CSG could get on and do it. Uh, but the, the recent versions of OpenSpire are very efficient. They run smooth, they have automatic restarts most of the time. Um, so, yeah, moderating has gotten a lot easier in the last uh, few years. That's great. So yeah, not much, not much time anymore, which is uh, you know it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about custom content, and I think this is going to be uh, this is going to be getting us to the towards the end of things. We're two and a half hours here. It's been a great conversation. So let's talk uh, custom content. If you're still good, Ace, you still good for a few more minutes? Oh yeah, I got nothing going on so. <laughs> You have my full attention. <laughs> Very good. All right. So custom content, it absolutely exploded within the Thug Pro community back three to four years ago. THPSX becomes one of the most prominent places that focuses on custom content for Thug Pro. Was that an intentional thing? And this kind of goes back, so I think I know the answer, but it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. But was this an intentional on y'all's part uh, to be sure to embrace this aspect of the community? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, like, obviously, we started out with parks on the website, and that was just download only. So, like, Crad had a bunch of archived old creative parks, <clears throat> like Evil God and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, the classics. Um, and he wanted a place for people to download them from. So that was the that was the original point of the vault. Um, but then I thought, like, you know, that'd be kind of cool if people could submit their own. Like, um, like one of the, wasn't that available on PS2 where you can upload your uh, mm -hmm. caps and stuff? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, like, why, why don't we have something like that? Mm, like, so that was the first, the very first start of the vault, like, in its current form was just focus on parks. Um, and I think we had the Discord out by then, and uh, people are like, hey, we we, uh, we want some, put our skaters up there from Slugpro. Like, all right, so, you know, let's, let's make a skater section. And we did that for a while. And it was massively popular, which surprised me. Yeah. So we had, like, hundreds of uploads. So it just grew and grew and grew 
and we had to keep upgrading things because <laughs> uh, I'm still not very good at developing, you know, that kind of stuff, backend stuff. Uh, so even today, things are really slow on the website and the vault. But um, yeah, then this guy named ASDF came into the Discord and was talking about making custom levels, which blew everybody's mind. Like we had no idea that this was uh, this was possible. And he released a plugin for Blender, and we're like, "Holy crap!" I mean, <laughs> the first levels that people made were pretty bad, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, most people don't don't know how, like three D applications and stuff. Like, they're not level builders. Uh, we're just throwing stuff together and seeing seeing how it works. Um, but I, I could see right from the start how popular it would it's going to be, mm-hmm. especially because after a while we realized that okay this this actually works pretty well in Thug Pro, and then the, the Thug Pro devs were changing Thug Pro to better suit uh, the addition of custom levels, so we're like okay, this is going to go somewhere. We need we need to to upgrade the vault to uh, have spot for custom levels. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. So now it's massive. <laughs> We've got so many levels. Oh, I so much of everything, really. Not just levels. We have the custom skaters too. Yeah, looking at it right now, there's 1,921 uh, pieces of custom content uploaded to the to the vault on THPSX right now. Uh, that is nuts. Yeah, there's 232 custom levels uh, in total. <laughs> That have been offloaded um, for Thug Pro. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, like talk about never-ending content for a game. Yeah. <laughs> like these games only came with what eight levels or something to start with. Now we have hundreds <laughs> to choose from. Uh, yeah, uh, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm, ha- I'm I'm happy that something that we did. Uh, you know, benefited the community. You know, it, it made this this stuff more accessible. Um, so I'm just I'm just glad people like it and they use it and continue to do so. So <laughs> yeah, I'm very very proud of the vault. Sure, it's great. So Ace, you yourself have become a strong custom content creator. What interested you in this aspect of the series and community? Um, I mean, I wouldn't call myself strong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I I was amazed by it like everybody else. Like, holy crap. Like, we can actually do do stuff. And, uh, (laughs) I'm looking at the stream. You have the, uh... We got yeah, all kinds of fun stuff here, showing off your custom work. (laughs) I got, I got deep into scripting. Um, so <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was pushing the game to the limit with that one for sure. I think I can spawn like 2000 goggles before the game crashes, <laughs> maybe more. This always reminded me of the goals in, in the Tony Hawk five, where you had to clear the pools yeah. <laughs> of the beach balls and all that crap. <laughs> oh man, that was the worst. <laughs> and <laughs> Thucker still had less lag than that game. Yeah. 
yeah, so I've always been interested in making 3D stuff, but I've never been very good at it. So when you you mix creating things like levels with a game that I love, it really piqued my interest. Um, then you really learn like how difficult it is to uh, to make custom stuff. Even even just porting levels is difficult. Just noting stuff up, getting things the right size. But full custom stuff is crazy hard. And I had no idea before. Uh, but I gave it a shot, you know. I've had a lot of fun doing it. We're looking at some of the examples of, of some of the custom things that you've done a lot, especially the, this uh, bit, this uh, batch is a focus on scripting. So we've seen you can wall plant your friends. We saw a rocket take off, snorkels falling into a pool, and then we've got a <laughs> piano here. I believe you can actually, it actually plays notes as you ride across them, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I recorded piano notes from my keyboard, and then I converted them with my sound converter. Then I scripted the keys to play the notes when you run, when you touch them. So, yeah. Yeah. I love the scripting side of things. So much fun. You yeah. just do wacky stuff, you know? All right. So you've made some custom levels. Let's go ahead and you're, you're most popular. And I, I, val I validated this. Let's see if we can get this without crashing. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> you, you did, um, you did asteroid belt from Tony Hawk 5, which it's funny because <laughs> I always found it uh, ironic that you didn't care for you didn't care for uh, Tony Hawk 5 really that much at all, but um, <laughs> so did the level from one you of them. that level <laughs> from it. <clears throat> um, that's, that's actually your fault, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only hey, reason now. I did Asteroid Belt was because I was trying to help you do another level and i never finished it and you never finished it <laughs> so if you if uh if anybody watching the stream hasn't downloaded and played this it's very good um it's very accurate and then what's cool about it is you also got into the scripting options here where you can actually go into the um into the level options and you can turn on gravity that's like uh, Tony Hawk 5. You can turn on zero gravity, which is crazy. You can turn on the slam mechanic like in Tony Hawk 5, and then there's a vertical beam collision and you can disable the warps. So really cool some of the scripting that you put in here. So we'll turn on Tony Hawk 5 gravity with slam, vertical beam collision, and we'll leave the warps alone. And then we'll let Ace show us uh some of this here as it does this. <laughs> i haven't done this stuff in a while <laughs> um so yeah this is fun go ahead it's real fun to build like what were we saying oh i was just gonna say so the you could really make this feel almost like you're playing tony hawk 5 you know as close as you could but uh but yeah um so I'm not going to just say that this was your favorite to work on. Out of all of the custom levels that you've made, uh, which one was your favorite one to, to work on? Which which one would you be the most proud of? Um, even though this took forever to do, 
I think I've spent more time on my side scroller than this one, to be honest. Which is way, way more scripting in that to get it to do what I wanted than um, the custom stuff in this this level. I mean, this it's it's fun. I I love playing this level. On Tuck Pro. See if I but, have uh, a side scroller. <laughs> the side scroller one is one of my favorite custom levels of all time because of what it does. It just changes. It makes you play Tony Hawk in a in a side scrolling <laughs> capacity, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's gonna work. If even if you do have it, that's all right. Um, I haven't given up yet. I have a lot of custom levels. I don't think I have it installed. I know I did it one time, but because we help you beta test that thing so many times i think i ended up with like six yeah. or seven versions of it <clears throat> i'll just go through this real quick one more time here um yeah i don't have it i have the maze i have one of your other ones your maze level but we'll crash <laughs> because i know you guys don't have that one so anyway um but super cool super uh creative way to do it so no, yeah, it's it's a fun time. I definitely had fun. Very frustrating at some point, some parts too. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you have become quite well known for coding custom scripts for various elements within custom content. Talk about what scripting means and how it's used. Well, it's a lot of controls like the flow of the game. Um, you can change all sorts of stuff with with the scripting, like. In this one, the gravity, you can make it different to suit uh, whatever you want to do. You can add pedestrians to your custom levels to give it more of like a, you know, the feel, change the feel of it. Um, grind boosts, like if you have a big hill and you want people to be able to grind straight up it without uh, slowing down, you can, you can do that. Basically anything, anything you want to do that's not in the regular game you most likely can do in your uh, custom levels and scripts uh, just really leaves your options wide open to do whatever you want it's amazing um, the scripting aspect of it is really fascinating to me because like you said it's it's it makes everything alive you know you're taking yeah. a, a level and you're doing things in it that really make it can enhance or change gameplay or you know, there's it's it's really cool. Yeah, it's like these rings, these big rings, how they move, they rotate. Yeah, that's all scripts. And like the sun's moving and the big Earth is moving. Yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. And again, I'm I'm not a professional at, <laughs> at scripting, by the way. <laughs> uh, shout out to Gone. Shout out to Gone. <laughs> He's helped me <laughs> do so much stuff, and well, the rest of the devs too. Right, they've all helped helped me out here. Yeah, you've come so, up with some really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you've you've also done some collabs with a lot of other custom content creators with their levels and creations. Uh, mention a couple of projects that you've assisted with, and what part you played. Well, pretty much anybody that made a level that need, needed scripting help would um, 
come to me or I would offer if they were posting about it live. So I've helped Larks a lot, his levels, um, helped AK, some of his stuff. I mean, name a custom level that has custom scripts and I probably have a hand in it somewhere. One of the one of the prime examples of custom scripts that I can think of is Nameless Warning in his puzzle stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. <laughs> and he and he, he picked it up real quick too. Nice the scripting stuff. So over time, he he asked me less and less. So. <laughs> <laughs> Started to figure it out. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I haven't played those ones in a while. <laughs> I have a bunch installed, but will crash because I know he gets to have them. Yeah, I don't have them. So, I mean, all this stuff has extended the life of the games for me, too. Oh, absolutely. To me, me, me personally, you know. Like, I haven't done anything recently for custom levels, though I am working on my side-scroller on and off. But it's nowhere near complete. But just having a project like that to do, you know, it keeps you motivated. It keeps you wanting to do something. It keeps me playing in the game, so... Right. It's amazing. Love it. <laughs> so custom content creation for Thug Pro has slowed down a bit with the release of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 and various other factors. Do you think it's seen its heyday or do you feel like there will always be a place for it in a community of people striving to create new content for Thug Pro? Yeah, it definitely slowed down with the new game. Uh, I think it's making a comeback already, though. Uh, I'm starting to see more people upload custom stuff on the vault, where in the last few months it was really dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. It's. I think it's always going to be. It's always going to be here. It seems like it. It seems like you know people. There's always kind of a new batch of people. Like like, there'll be a group of people that are kind of into it, and they'll kind of hang out and build some, create some stuff, and then they're done. And then kind of a new batch comes in. It seems like that's kind of the ebb and yeah. flow of it a little bit. Plus, I mean, from one and two, we we gained so many brand new members. Yeah, and most of or a lot of which never played the old games. Right. So when they see when they see Thug Pro, it's like blowing their minds. Like we we can actually do do all this stuff. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of new interest, even though it's slowed down. For sure. So it's, my prediction is it's going to speed back up again. Yeah. So do you currently have any active custom content projects you're working on? Uh, do you have any plans to release anything in the future? You got anything uh, in 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 the uh, on the back burner or something you're working on? The only thing I have is the side scroller. Uh, I made a second level to it oh, that cool. I have not uh, completed. It's an underground part. Um, yeah, that's it though. I haven't planned anything else, and I'm sure I'll come up with something else to do. Sure, but yeah, for right now I've just been doing other other things. Right. Yeah, I I will I will I promise to release the side scroller. The updated version of it. Cool, I like it. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun, and I'm curious to see what people think of it because it should be better than the old version for sure. 
And uh, with the news of Vicarious Visions merging with Blizzard, what do you think this means for the future of the Tony Hawk series? Well, currently it kind of sucks. <laughs> um, we don't have any inside information, so I really don't know. If maybe another developer is going to take over for it, let us off, which I mean, it seems like the right move to me. How could you have a an award-winning game just die like months after it was released? Uh, it seems like such a waste. So I would guess that maybe they'll have somebody else, somebody else come work on it eventually, using it as a base for the, for a new game. Uh, I think that's more likely than patches or um, DLCs. I mean, who knows? Uh... It seems like they they were able to get the engine recreated in Unreal in in a really really strong way, and so if that basis is there, it does feel like somebody else could pick it up, or uh, Blizzard could adopt a new IP into their fold. You know, because I agree, I can't imagine in a million years that if a if Activision sees money on the table, has an award-winning, critically acclaimed, fan-acclaimed game that they would just stop. It just doesn't seem yeah, to make yeah. sense to me. But it doesn't make sense either. Um, it's just unfortunate timing Yeah. for the for them to do the move that they did. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate for us, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> for the community. Um, you know, we, we put a lot of work into doing the suggestions and stuff for them. Right. And not a lot. I mean, some of which were, were added. Mm -hmm. um, but our main complaints are they're still on the table, so. Sure. Uh, I just hope they use them, you know. Right. Whoever, whoever comes next, if they're using that as the base, uh, I hope they, they make use of what the community, I think, needs yeah. for the next game. So are you still playing one plus two at all, or has your interest pretty well run its course and you moved on to other things? I play here and there, maybe once a week. Yeah. When I stream, people like to watch me do speedruns, so I feel I have a little bit of pressure there. <laughs> but um I definitely don't play it in my free time anymore. Right. Especially not online. Yep. So yeah, it's I'm I'm working my way back to Thug Pro, so <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take over again. It's, it's unfortunate, but you know, it's just the way it's going, I guess. Yeah. Yep. If I, finally, we can have some more Friday Night King of the Hills. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Always a good time. So here lately, we have seen a resurgence with contests surrounding Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two. Um, you had you actually had the privilege of participating in the PAX Arena Omen Underground contest. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, that was pretty wild. You know, back in the day, we we only did community stuff with you know hardly any audience at all, and that one had something like twenty five thousand people watching. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was pretty nerve wracking. Um, Though, we didn't do it live. 
if you guys didn't realize that. Oh, interesting. Why am I why am I not surprised to hear that? <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was super obvious because we could there actually get into into games online like it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you um, who have never seen Ace before, there he is in all his glory on the Omen stream. Oh my! <laughs> you doxed me, dude. You doxed me. <laughs> doxed. Hey, you doxed that's, yourself uh... by being in this contest. So. <laughs> that's true. I definitely did dox myself. <laughs> um... Yeah, that no, was a good time. I was super nervous, even though it wasn't live. I didn't really care about the, like the winning part. It's just, um, yeah, the nerves, you know. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> doing, doing interviews with people, like famous people, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I never, I've never done anything like that before. I avoid yeah. the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. I thought it was a really cool, great experience and everything else. That's neat. <laughs> uh, I couldn't. I couldn't watch my interview. <laughs> oh really? Go to another room. Oh, so I'm forcing <laughs> you to watch it now. <laughs> well, there's, there's no audio. At least I can't hear any audio. Yeah, no, I'll get dinged if I, yeah, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. I thought that was a great experience. I thought I was really happy for everybody that got to do it because it was you and it was Tyler from our team, and then it was also Cybala, um, who's also yeah, been around yeah. the community forever. Um, so that was a really great exposure for all of you. That was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, so I could have won, about... but I want I want I wanted Tyler, Tyler to win that one, so I kind of let him win. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So speaking of tournaments, we talked about it at the onset of the stream, but we have I five firing up here. Um, are you gonna? Are you entering? Are you gonna do it? No. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> uh... If I had any like any chance of getting any place at all or whatever. I might do it, but fair enough. Uh, I know my play style, and I know I'm not good enough. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I I I did it for I two way back when, but uh, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I know the heavy hitters in here. We've had many of them on this podcast, and yep. yeah, I mean, I I do it more for fun than anything else. Um, but but uh, yeah, I know I wouldn't even make it out of the the pre preliminary rounds for sure. So. Yeah, I'm gonna watch for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And I think they're live streaming a bunch of it too, so that'll be fun. Yeah, because uh, Guy Two K is is uh, is one of the uh, commentators, and Guy's all awesome former podcast guest. Like, guy, shout out to Guy. Yep, Guy. <laughs> so, it'd be great. <clears throat> Are you blown away to see that a niche hardcore community like the Tony Hawk community was able to draw a contest with a thousand dollar prize pool? It was definitely surprising when I heard that. Um, it just shows like the dedication people have to it. Still, like, yeah. how, how old is this game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How, how old are we? <laughs> I mean, back, back Some in the of day, us are you know, older than others. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Feels old, man. <clears throat> no one but maybe Dode back in the day could afford put up a thousand dollars. No one had jobs, but. Yeah. yeah, now, you know, we're all older, we have a job, so, uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, that's it, too. 
give us a couple of underrated players who never got or or even are currently getting the attention or recognition they deserve. If you can't hmm. think any, that's fine. Well, I mean, <laughs> I always go back to Illar Agony, but is he actually underrated? He might he might not be underrated anymore because I, I have him up all the time. Um, uh, yeah, you and Freddie both for sure. Freddie's got mad respect for Illar Agony. Talks about him a lot. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I like hearing that. People remember people that I really liked back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll shout out like Snake. Um, we were always like right on par with each other, I think, for skill wise. We always clicked together in our gameplay. So he's not really underrated either, but definitely respect. Uh, shout out, give a quick shout out to a recent returning player, Helix, proving that age is but a number. He's <laughs> stopping all these people in King of the Hill this past couple of weeks. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to play with him yet, but I'm I'm glad he's back. I hope hope uh, hope more follow. Gotta love the old players coming back. I don't mean age wise; I just mean. <laughs> oh, uh, age goes with it at this point. There's no question about it. <laughs> true, true. <clears throat> so, give us your top all-time favorite story from your illustrious career in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um. Hmm. It's like there's so much, you know, and it covers such a wide thing. I mean, something that stands out for me would be blanking Devolution in King of the Hill at San Fran. Um, that was a wild day. And Impulse recorded it, but lost the footage, so... <laughs> lost it well he used a dvd recorder to record all the stuff and then he just never converted it to put on a computer to upload it no oh, bummer um i don't know yeah it's just really playing with all of the the greats back then uh just getting a chance to play with them and you know trading blows just very uh, memorable, you know. I don't. I would, yeah, it's not really anything too specific, but no, that's fine. It's a hard question, you know. Sometimes there's some crazy thing that's happened, you know, that you can't ever forget, you know. But a lot of great moments from what we've yeah. heard today, for sure. So many years of of things <laughs> stuffed in your head, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, yeah, let's talk about yours here. That's a perfect segue. Many of us have been involved in the community for nearly 20 years um, through several games and models of communication like IRC, forums, and now Discord. How do you envision the, the Tony Hawk community existing in another 10, 15, 20 years from now? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on one new games and to Thug Pro staying around. Yeah. Um, it seems like the recent new games don't give us much hope for very long-lasting stuff, you know, at least in their, their current form. So 
I think Thug, Thug Pro is our way to go. It's our only way forward. I, if not Thug Pro, then maybe a different, um, like a custom game by the developers of Thug Pro. Like that would be long lasting, you know, and directly made for the community. It it seems the attention span for games anymore is so much more short lived too. I mean, back then, you know, oh, yeah. you'd, you'd get a new title when you were younger and you spent, I don't remember what was retail, forty bucks, forty fifty bucks on a on a title. You'd play it for months because you didn't have another forty to buy something else. You know, our attention span was longer. Now, oh my gosh, <laughs> we'll put down a game so quick and move yeah. on to the next thing <laughs> so fast. The longevity just seems to it just seems to be so much less and. If there isn't a battle pass and there isn't a DLC and there isn't, you know, something new, like you said, eight levels, you're only going to play eight levels for a very limited amount of time before you move on. So, yeah, it was tough back then sticking to just those levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know. 15, 15 years from now. I mean, I'm assuming we'll have all the levels from all the games by then in Thug Pro. Um, I, where does it end? You know, do we yep. do we stop at Tony Hawk levels and then it's kind of done, or you know, there's there's an end point for Thug Pro, I think, for content wise. Well, and you have right. to imagine too with the developers. You know, I mean, at some point they're doing this completely voluntary and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's it's passion for a while, but after a while, it's like, wow. I mean, when did they get sick of it and decide it's time to move on to something else? You know, that's never. That's always they never will do. Yeah. Don't even put that yeah. thought in their head. So everybody, that's what everybody <laughs> hopes. But at the, at the same token, I'm just like, wow, they've been working on this thing since 13. I mean, that's eight years now that they've been working on this thing. So it's it's amazing that they're still releasing updates to me. And I love it. Shout out to Morton, yeah. Quaz, and Gon. I mean, it's just amazing that they're still involved in it. But Definitely. you just have to kind of go, how long before they're tired of it and they want to do something else? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough predicting this uh, the future. One, sure. uh, we're, we're the ones in control of it pretty much. And do you plan on continuing to play this series and be involved in it for the foreseeable future? And are you still enjoying it? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't. Uh, uh, at this point, it's kind of uh, burrowed itself into me. It's like uh, it's in my head. It's it's part of me. You know, which right. is weird to say about a game, but. Yeah, no, yeah, just, I I um, feel that I feel that a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I'll be around for sure. Cool. Well, that ends uh, Freddie and I's uh, list of questions. We have a few questions uh, that some folks have uh, put in and contributed from Discord. Um, some of them are duplicates that we're going to skip, uh, but we'll ask the ones that seem. Um, uh, important. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Freddie. Here's a question from List. 
Uh, were you aware of the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 PC community, which for 95% was basically all about the collision-based game modes? Um, I was aware, but I don't know how to say it. Like, uh, once you play 4, 3 just feels inferior yes. um, to me. So, like, not being able to do double flips or triple triple flips, you know, without bailing on flat ground. Just, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things, like small things like that kind of make me not want to go back to three. <laughs> uh, so I did know about them for the most part, but I, I never got into them. Um, I mean, I, I, I knew more because of Crad, because uh, he hosts, well, he and Freddy host, uh, what was it, Chapter 3? Website, is that right? Pretty, yeah, that's correct. So, like, I, I kind of followed a little bit on the forum over there, and you know, I've seen them on uh, on OpenSpy joining and playing. So, hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's it's cool. It's cool that they're around. Uh, it's just it's not for me. Yeah. Uh, another question from List, um, which. Uh, Tony Hawk game is best for CTF and which is best for Koth? Man, I, I love me some Tony Hawk 4 or CTF. Like Octraz. Man, I had so much fun yep. playing that. <laughs> like hours and hours and hours we played. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. And never, never got old either, which is weird. So for CTF, I, th I think for is definitely my favorite. I didn't have uh, have uh, as much fun on Thug One, even though I played it too. Yeah. We did a lot of Manhattan King Hill or uh, CTF, but um, yeah, I like Four better for sure. A King the Hill game, man, I love Thug One King of the Hill, and even though Four is like my favorite, but. It's almost tied, to be honest. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the hours that I spent, I, I'm pretty sure I put more time into Thug 1 than 4, or at least stuck around longer. And, like, that's when I got really good. So a lot of my good memories of coming up with new, um, like, techniques and, and moves and stuff... Most of that is from from uh, Thug One. Um, so I'm kind of leaning Thug One for for uh, King of the Hill, then I guess. Banned. It, I, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like I haven't really thought about it that much, so it's you know on the spot, it's kind of tough. But it, it it might be a toss between both of them. I don't know. No, I'm totally kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome to your. It's it's like you said. I'm the same as you, Ace. I, it's 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 about it's about the memories of the relationships of the people you played with. You know, it, it could be yeah. really any game. You know, if you're having fun with the group of people you're doing it with, you might hold a little more. You know, a, a, a fond place in your heart for Thug One, not necessarily because of the game, even though it's a good game, but rather for the time and the you know the games you remember and the people you played with that's what it is for me anyway yeah yeah it's a pretty it's a huge factor for me 
shout out to Gon for the Thug One Clown job. Yeah, there you go. There we go, yeah. <laughs> we have a question from uh, Jesse. Would you ever consider reviving the KXG8 style league on THPSX.com? Um, I think we've tried that and it didn't work out. Or someone tried it. Um, I don't know if people have enough time to do something like that these days or if there's enough interest in it. That's what I was going to say, the interest level. To me, I think there's a niche group of people that still like to play cough, but it's not a large number of people by any stretch. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to do it. But even myself, I don't know if I would, you know, put the time in to be able to organize it or even part- participate in something like that. Like, it's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of time you got to put in which uh you know might not actually work out in the end just from lack of interest or something like that sure here's here's another question from jesse says if king of the hill were to become a little more popular than it is right now would you come back and dominate as the leader of sn (laughs) uh well i don't know about dominate I, no, recently I've been wanting to put more time into reviving my my old skills because, man, there are so many people better than me these days. Like I'm way down on the list of good King of the Hill players, and you know it kind of hurts. <laughs> it's like a, I wish I was better, but I don't put the time in anymore. Yeah. And um, like I said before, I was huge into creating my own moves and being unique and stuff, and I kind of lost a lot of that stuff over the years. So I, I want to do it. I want to, but whether it happens or not, you know, that's a different story. But bringing back SN is pretty much not a thing unless a new game comes out that has really good online and has King of the Hill. You know, yeah. I'm not going to do it for Thug Bro. It's, it's, uh, it's fine as it is. For Thug Pro right now. Nice. All right, from Jesse, uh, he says, "Do you think another game could get the feel of King of the Hill and Tony Hawk, or is it a unique game entirely and can never be replicated?" Uh, I think it's a unique game that can't be replicated. Uh, there are other games that have King of the Hill. Like, didn't, um... Got the Forza Horizon series, the Forza Motorsport yeah. series. Um, Codemasters, they, a few of their dirt games have King of the Hill. Yeah. It's just... Riding a skateboard, you know, <laughs> is, uh, is just totally different than anything else. The controls are different. The, the amount of precision you have in this game is pretty wild. Uh, I just, I can't think of a style of game that would, you know, encompass all of that, you know, or do it well, or even good. Yeah. So unless there's a game made by someone in the community that knows how to play King of the Hill and is like specifically trying to emulate it, that style, 
I don't see it happening in a, a different game. It's really tough. It's a it's a very unique uh, feeling and experience for sure. It always seems like there's a love hate with it. You either really love it, you love King of the Hill, and you like playing that competitive aspect of it, or you just can't stand it. It's just not your style. Usually, the people that say they hate it, it's just because I don't think they've put the time in to get good at it. Yeah, it takes time for sure. Mm -hmm. And you, you got to have the drive, and you got to have the interest, or you're not going to get very far with it. All right, that pretty much wraps up our line of questioning and everything. Ace, uh, this is the time where we just like to give you the floor. Is there anything that you'd like to close with thoughts-wise, anything you're working on, uh, shout out your Twitch channel, whatever. Uh, you just have the floor for a couple of minutes. If there's anything that you'd like to mention or shout somebody out that you haven't had a chance to uh, to, to say. Oh, wow. Um, for Tony Hawk-related stuff, I don't really have anything going on. I mean, I stream sometimes, you know, slash uh, skaties on Twitch. Nice. Um, I mean, there there are plans for the website improvements. Um, small stuff that most people won't, won't really notice, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a lot of background stuff. Trying to keep things keep things moving, especially with the new interest in and in, uh, you know the vault, more people uploading. I got to fix some things. Um, other than Tony Hawk, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been pretty uh, pretty uneventful with uh, the COVID going on. Sure. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have too much going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm boring. <laughs> no, you're not boring at all. No, uh, this has been great. This has uh, been a fun conversation. <clears throat> well, yeah, thanks uh, so much. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Ace, and for doing this. And uh, uh, I sure enjoyed it. I sure enjoyed getting to know you. I mean, like I said, I, I consider you a friend, and and I know a lot about you, but you definitely. Um, you definitely gave me some insights and filled in some blanks for me that I, 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 I didn't know about. So always good to hear uh, about somebody in depth in their, in their Tony Hawk career. So thanks so much for doing this. Oh, thanks for having me guys. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah, for sure. Always great to, uh, to talk about the old days with an old friend, you know, yeah, for sure. That's that's just pretty much what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all friends and thinking about the old days. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up our time with you, Ace. If uh, if you wanna if you wanna hang on the call for a minute, you can. We're just gonna introduce our next step, our next guest, and uh, or if you wanna drop drop off, that's fine too. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. All right. See ya. All right, cool. Uh, great conversation with Ace there. Uh, really enjoyed talking with him. So now, uh, if you were hanging around for the stream at the earlier onset of it, you you probably caught my technical snafu, and I spoiled the surprise on who our next guest is, but that's okay. Here we are, and uh, we just get through it. So coming up next for our next guest, <clears throat> we have two weeks on Saturday. March 6th, we're going to be welcoming to the podcast Green. <clears throat>
Green started playing uh, THPS uh, on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 in 2005. Back then, he was best known for being the leader of KS and co-leader of ISL following the KS and JTO JT0 merger. KS released two well-received transfer videos, and ISL produced one as well. Uh, he placed first during the uh, SOS3 Improv Tournament on both Tony Hawk 4 and Thug 1. He continued to stay pretty active with Get There Challenges, tallying a total of 14 Get There Challenge wins on TonyHawkLive.net. THLive.net, I should say. Uh, he took a long hiatus to return to the scene on Thug Pro. Since then, he has joined the TLT clan. He won the Baltimore Improv Tournament and has produced and been involved with multiple video projects, including a few improv videos, no manual videos, and most recently was in the uh, outstanding TLTV 2020 video. We're looking forward to talking with Green on March 6th live on Twitch at 8 Eastern. Freddie Green coming up. What do you think? This is going to be a really fun episode. You know, I've been pushing for this uh, guest for a while now, and it's going to be awesome to chat about all the, uh, old things, new things. Um, he, I know for sure he's definitely a favorite in I-5, so maybe we'll talk about some I-5. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I-5 will, be, uh, a ra will have been a thing, and um, our part, it'll be midway, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know the exact schedule, but at any I rate, believe uh, on that date, the bracket will be announced. Top 32. Excellent. So if he decides to enter, then we're going to see some of his stuff. So that's going to be really cool and really fun. So awesome. Green coming up. Well, Freddie, thanks for uh, for your time. And uh, I'm the Dode Man. And we're real excited to be back here. Great uh, episode here with Ace. And uh, thanks to everybody for your support for joining us uh we really appreciate it and uh we will catch you later peace